everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 296th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're going to head out to the tower, boost that signal, and relay all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. Aaron Beyer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise, and of course, this awesome community. So, we hope you enjoy everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. All debates and conversations in this segment are, of course, our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and around the community, so stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything that we're gonna be discussing. So just as a heads up, we may be discussing some details that could be considered spoilery, I guess you could say, uh, in regards to recent toy leaks that may set up things that we'll see in Dominion. So I don't know, you know, what's legit or not, but we're going to be talking about these toy leaks, and that will be at the very, very end of the show, so after the credits after the show is officially done, so don't worry, none of that conversation will be within the main show itself. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. Uh, last week, uh, we did a few different things. Uh, let's start with the website. So, I was uh, away, so I'm still, I'm catching up myself as far as what we did. I, I forget. I feel like I, I, you know, took a few days away from podcasting and I forgot everything about it. So uh, we actually did an article over on our website. This is from Tom Jurassic about Jurassic World Aftermath Part 2, talking about the dinosaurs, the DNA, and the destruction. Uh, it's a very fun article, taking a look at some potential spoilery stuff from Jurassic World Aftermath Part 2. Uh, if you want to check out that article, please check that one out. And also, we have some great uh, footage from Brent Kappel, uh, which is also over on our YouTube channel. So one of the things we love doing with, uh, with this, you know, things like this, whether it's uh, live tour or Camp Cretaceous or anything that pops up, you know, on the outskirts of the films in the Jurassic franchises. We like to look at the details, the story, the canon, all of that good stuff. So Tom takes a look at that. And we also have a video from Brent showcasing all of the different story elements from Jurassic World Aftermath Part 2. Now, since we're on YouTube, we also did a toy hunt last week. So please go check that one out. Uh, this week, uh, I'm not really sure. Usually we do a video every single day for The Wire. If I can get to that, I will. <laughs> uh, it, it, it'll get up there at some point uh, this week, but 
you know, coming up here, we have so much going on here at the podcast and in the Jurassic franchise. So there's going to be a lot to work on behind the scenes and a lot to discuss. So stay tuned for what we've got coming. But we do have a live stream coming this Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I didn't get a chance to do it last week, so I am very, very excited to get back to live stream this Wednesday night, which will be the 27th. And we've got some fun planned. We're going to do a costume party. Uh, I'll be there. That's about it. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe if anybody else wants to show up in a Jurassic costume, please contact me. That could be fun. But, you know, no plans right now. But if you want to be involved, please come be involved or just hang out in the uh, chat room there over on YouTube or Twitter or wherever else the, uh, the stream is being played at the time. So thank you so much in advance uh, for tuning in. We really, really appreciate anybody who takes just a little bit of time out of their days to listen to the show or watch the streams or any other videos that we put up online. We always, always appreciate it. And so you heard this setup. It's a wire week, so that means it's another long episode. So why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off? with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. Air 1, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Tracking Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. Now, the Jurassic Wire is the segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. So today, we're going to be discussing uh, some of our Jurassic halls that we've we've gotten at our houses recently. We're going to be discussing uh, Stern Pinball's latest Jurassic machine, uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 4 had a, a teaser pop up, and uh, B.D. Wong has been quoted uh talking about uh again. yeah again here we go again we're gonna talk about it again i guess he's talking about a D- dominion again and uh we may even touch on some toy leaks at the very very end of the show so don't worry we're not going to be discussing those within the main portion of the show we'll save them for the end after the credits roll after the show is officially done so don't expect anything like that within this portion but before all that let's welcome in aaron you heard him already what's going on dude uh nothing much nothing much (laughs) it's been a really slow month i actually can't believe you know you wrote me you're like it's time again i'm like but nothing's happened and it actually felt like Uh, a really short amount of time was october just really short or something i don't know or we just really early i guess we're kind of early in the month actually to record Um, no it literally comes out it literally comes out tomorrow so no not too early (laughs) actually it comes out in like T-minus four hours or whatever but it you know is. What? Still, I, it's just weird because, yeah, okay, I see what's happening. I'm looking at calendar here. We are really early in the month still. There's still a week okay, and a day okay. left in this month. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We only talked like three weeks ago. I mean, look, I'll talk to you whenever you want. Right? I mean, like, look, yeah. it's like, I, We were saying this before when we were setting it up. We're like, yeah, there's not a ton to discuss this month. There's a few, you know, fun things to discuss for sure. Um 
you know, Camp Cretaceous being one of them. And, uh, and you know, the B.D. Wong stuff, we can probably go off on that for a little while. But uh, I think October, for me, it just flies by uh, every year. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like my most anticipated month, like during all, you know, out of all 12 of them. Uh, it's my most anticipated one, Halloween. I love all the spooky stuff. So it is just, it is my favorite time. So I know that, you know, October, Halloween season just kind of, flies by and it's gone before you know it so trying to take it all in and uh you know i got my ghostbuster shirt on here i'm like trying to stay spooky as long as i can so i don't know about you but I, I, this is my favorite season so it is my favorite season as well but mainly because it's like cold it, it okay. really has nothing to do with other than the fact that it's just nice and cool and like get back into my long my long pants and not <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, gotta get back now, in like, the long pants. Yeah, well, I like <laughs> jeans. You know, I'm a jeans person. It, it's yeah. over shorts. Same, same. For, same I, also, for the... I also run really hot. So <laughs> for like X amount of months out of the year, uh-huh. I'm forced to wear these horrific shorts. <laughs> and uh, I just, yep. and what's great about work from home is I, I like acid wash jeans, or I don't know if they call them acid wash, but they're like, the very light blue jeans. Okay. I like those and those are not in style like whatsoever, but with work from home, I do what I want. Any anything's in style. Yeah. You can anything. wear whatever you want. What's the world going to I mean, although you're I went to this oh, I went to the states. Yeah. Over this last month. It was my first time home in like 2 years. You were here. Uh, so yeah. close. Not really, and but you you, you were guys here. Have all like you guys have all like gone back to normal. Canada is still like <laughs> stay home. I know, yeah, it does. Uh, it has, it has a certain feel to it now, and and things, uh, yeah, they're definitely you know fairly back to normal. Of course, we still realize what's going on, but like it's you know it does feel like a lot of people are like, hey, let's uh, let's go back to the old ways, right? I went to so every time I go home, I go to Spicer's Orchard, and I because it's mm-hmm. just like a local like home thing. And uh, I always get their donuts there because they make them like fresh at the place. And, uh, and I don't usually eat donuts, but I eat donuts when I go home and, and I stop <laughs> over there and grab them. But uh, I walked in. It must have been like, it was like my first morning back. And mm-hmm. I walked in like an hour after they opened. And for a little bit of context as to like where we are at in Canada versus like where my very mixed right wing, left wing town is like men- mentally i walked into the like the main building which isn't very big but i walk in just wall to wall parents and kids barely wearing masks and i just looked and i said to my i was like i, I said to my wife i'm not ready for this mm-hmm. this is a bridge too far it's too much too fast because it was like again my it's like my first day like yeah, waking up yeah. in my hometown and i said I will come back next week very early before there's anyone there. And that's what I did. I went a week later, first one in, first one out. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for the packed house. Yeah. And I think it's crazy, right? Because three years ago, I whatever, that would just would have been a It didn't thing matter, yeah. That I would have dealt with. But like it's, now it's, it's like, it's, oh, I'm it's the trauma of of the past, you know, yeah. year and a half that really has set in, and it's hit me many, many times where I've been like, and I can't say much because of, you know, what I'll say I did recently, but like, but like, you know, <laughs> but 
it does hit me in certain places and certain ways, and I'm like, yeah, I can't right now. You know, it's just too much. And and uh, yeah, but I don't I don't like that feeling. I don't envy that feeling you just had. So yeah, you you um you sent me a few pictures and messages uh, I... over your your week home or whatever it was, and and. It was it was fun to kind of witness from the outside of what you were going through when it was basically like, it felt like it was like Christmas morning or something like, like that, you know? Yeah. Well, it was funny. It was Christmas morning, but I was sending you photos of like things that came out like two years ago. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have this thing. And you're like, yeah. yeah dude, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had this forever. What I forgot about this toy. You know? Look, here, I forget about the toys and, and uh, products that I like I order, you know, like a week ago when they show up at my house. I'm like, oh, I forgot I got this. So I can't imagine how you felt like coming to, uh, you know, a bunch of merch from like that long ago. That's got to be fun uh, and interesting and, and happy at that point. You know, you finally have well, these things. Yeah. And that's like what's crazy is like I came home to some Edmontosauruses. I totally forgot that Edmontosaurus, mm. had, it had come, it had gone. They have not done anything with it since, which I find intriguing and maybe we'll talk about this later in the spoiler section but i was saying i was thinking i was thinking about talking with you about like a segment where it's like there have been some one-off mattel toys that were great and they've done nothing with them since right and some mm -hmm. of them they drive into the ground right so <laughs> yeah yeah i was actually curious i was going to talk with you and we could maybe talk about this later i think it would actually fit better into the spoiler section now mm -hmm. um but like there are some where I'm like, why have they not repainted this one? Like, why yeah. has this one not seen the light of day uh, since its initial release? When uh, the alligator one, is that Sarosuchus or something? Sarosuchus, yeah. That or, one got like, two, like, right away. That one got away. two, like, right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I, I, dude, I can't look through my bag. But no, look it. It's got, <laughs> I'm so excited. I love, I love the uh oh they're not raptors what are they the from the trodons the trodons oh mm -hmm. man they're so cool yeah yeah i have to get more you have two there it looks like as well i have two <laughs> i also I only have one and i do love that one as well i i only recently got that one as well i think so it's well it's i'll nice. tell you what before we go into the, that like we always start the show right with like a what are we watching kind of thing? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. We kind of just blew over that. So what, we what, did. What have you been? Now, this is a podcast. What have you been ages. up to? Well, if you're of all ages, meaning younger than I would say like 12, maybe. Okay. But like Squid Game. Holy cow. Have you seen this show? <laughs> if you're under 12, Squid Game. Have you seen it? <laughs> don't see it. Don't see it if you're under 12. It's, no, no. I mean, don't I see don't... that if you're under 12. Yes, I have it's seen it. It's very much a PG-13 show. Uh, well, it might be worse than R. PG. It's definitely R. It's definitely R. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah, you're you're from you're in Canada. Who cares? Uh... <laughs> well, we have R. We don't have PG thirteen. Oh, okay. R. Okay. Um, yeah, man, it is a, a wild, wild show. I I enjoyed it. I did. I, I think like my hype went a different direction during that same time, but I really, really. I did dig the show a lot. And I think I, I didn't love the ending. I thought like it could have been, you know, wrapped totally, up in, in a different way. Totally agree. I thought the last two episodes were the weakest of the entire mm -hmm. series. 
and it's not very long. It's only like, would you say it was eight episodes or was it 13? Eight, eight or nine was, or something. Not I think it was something eight or like nine. That. Yeah. Yeah. So to have two episodes be underwhelming, I'm trying not to, I don't want to go too much into it because one, like obviously spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. For something that you didn't come here to listen about. <laughs> but like, I just felt like uh, that region kind of loves this battle royale thing. Like, I remember when Hunger Games came out in the States and it was very much like, oh, this is just like a ripoff of like Battle Royale, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, I think, yeah. I think Japanese. Um, and this region ha- has like a love for like the gruesome and the graphic, right? And watching it, I was like, oh, this is a cool new twist and cool new take on this kind of this very old subject matter of this of this Battle Royale kind of competition. And uh, man, I was just all in. Yeah. And I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because I got through let's say it's nine episodes. I don't know if it's because I got through the first seven episodes in a day and then had to come back to the final two. Uh-huh. The following day. Like I don't know if I just I was just like burned like because you'll you will unexpectedly, without really knowing it, get burned out on something. And then when yeah. you come back to it, it's like, uh, okay, like more of but i don't i don't think that was it i think i just didn't like the way it ended and i almost wonder if it's netflix if it's that netflix mentality of like no we have to do more like we can't just let this be a thing when your show makes 900 million dollars there's not there's no way there's not going to be more you know like but they didn't have to set it up for more no no it could have just been its own thing that's what netflix does like hunger games like you're saying yeah yeah, did, did I uh, things set up for more though. I feel like uh, the first one. I don't know. Just if, I, I don't remember ends. if the if it was because uh, I read the books and watched the movies, but I don't remember. I think it just was like that was the story, and then it's like, well, guess what? <laughs> We've got something else for you. Um, yeah. So I think you know it could have been uh, going like in that direction, but that last episode for me, I was like, eh, I'm not really digging this one. But all the other ones I thought were great, but. So the thing that distracted me during that time, everybody was watching that first. I started with Midnight Mass and on Netflix, and it's like it, it's amazing. Definitely watch that one. It is, is so it horror? so. Uh, yes, I don't uh, it's like horror. It's it's like <sighs> drama, horror in a way. I don't know if you you checked into um, the Haunting of Hill House or Bly Manor or any of those. No, oh, I love those so much. And I'm a this baby, was... dude. I can't. I can't. Oh do man, it, this one I is mean... is scary and but like haunting in so many different ways. And I, I just, I, I thought that was an incredible show from start to finish. Oh yeah, dude. I'm look. No, this is. <laughs> it's so even good. S- Come on. Even Squid Game, I passed on it because all the images I saw of Squid Game looked like a horror show. It's not a horror show whatsoever. It's totally, it's just, it's like, I can deal with the graphic violence. I don't, I don't, whatever this is, this midnight, no, this is creepy. I don't like this. This dude with the wings, oh no. The the thing is, Mike Flanagan, who directs it, he directed um, uh, uh, Haunting of Hill House and uh, Bly Manor. And Bly Manor mm-hmm. specifically is like a very like it's a it's a scary show, but it's also more about like dealing with trauma and stuff like that. And this is kind of similar in that way where like it's it's a dramatic show about these people 
in this mm-hmm. place, in this certain setting, with horror kind of surrounding it. So it's not it's not a focus on the horror, but it's like a focus on the people and the horror that surrounds them. And it's Is pretty this, it's pretty amazing. We watched so we watched uh I mean, I won't get too deep into like our my wife and, and my like belief like structure and system, but like we watched uh Sabrina when that came out on Netflix and it was like it wasn't scary but we were just like this is like a level of diving even if in a fictional level we're like this is mm-hmm. a level of diving into something that like we're just not comfortable with like dealing with and I think I feel like just looking at this <gasps> I would watch this and I'd be like ah, this is a little too real like I was, for me. Like, I was I wondering about that recently about how certain people would feel about this show and I, I was surprised by the answer. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know what's, what, where you would lie on that. But I, I was like, oh, wow, people are into this no matter, you know, who they are. So uh, it's good. It's good. I would highly suggest it. I think it was probably one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. So, yeah. I mean, but <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe I'll have to check it out. I don't know. But the if you're not into horror and stuff like that, it's kind of hard scary. to... It's kind of yeah. It's kind of hard to suggest. Scary. It has very scary elements at times. So, <laughs> but that, I mean, like, yeah, that that's been a few weeks for me. I know. Um, I I recently went on a trip, but let's get back to yours for a second here. Unless you have anything else that you've been uh, into. I mean, so okay, so I went to the states, right? Uh, as far as like anything else I'm watching, if if you're not if you have Hulu, uh, watch the Mick. Uh, it's got Kaylin Olsen okay. from It's Always Sunny. And uh, we, we watched it back in its, its original run, and it got canceled. But it's very funny. Um, it's very dark humor. Um, she kind of plays... It's kind of like a little bit of a networky version of D, but it was on Fox, so it's still like edgy uh, and stuff. Hmm. Uh, I think I've heard I, of it. I, I, don't, I don't know. You should check it out. I mean, I love Caitlin Wilson in general. I think she's hysterical. And I like I like all those I like all those guys from It's Always Sunny. Like I still watch uh I was glad to see oh, okay. we, we went back into Peacock for some dumb reason and <laughs> found out that like Glenn Howerton's show, which was canceled on NBC, is like still living on Peacock as like a mini season oh, show. Oh, okay. Uh AP Bio. Like we like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that too. I think all those actors that come from it's always sunny people want to see dark humor mm-hmm. and as much as they just keep like going back to that well i think it's funny every time they do it like i think glenn howerton in ap bio is is brilliant um see i never and... got into any of those shows i uh i didn't watch the philadelphia watch, one watch the, I, mick. watch the mick there's some never seen that one up, there's some pretty funny messed up stuff in the <laughs> mick. again this is a pg-13 to our show so like, sure sure i i've uh, been watching i've been watching actually the the other two on hbo max that show is very funny it uh I, i'm finding it very very hilarious so i would suggest that but yeah that's definitely for older audiences have you i've not watched dune yet have you watched dune i have not watched dune I have not watched Halloween Kills. I've been busy, man. It's Halloween season, but I gotta yeah. get in. I gotta watch that Halloween movie before this week. Went on a trip. Got on a plane like a psychopath. <laughs> I'm not ready to go into an orchard, I, and you're on a plane. Yeah. Look, I mean, you know, they say the circular. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> no, my wife went on a plane, and I made her stay away from me for two weeks. 
Oh no. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh yeah, my trip to the states, I mean talk about your thing cuz I think my trip to the states le- leads a little into more drastic stuff. Okay. Although yours well, might too. Yeah, I mean I I I did I went to Universal uh Orlando. I stayed there for a few days. Uh, for Horror Nights, so I I went down there with my wife, first time she ever went, and Horror Nights, it's it's a thing I couldn't miss. Uh, I had already been down to Orlando once this year in June, so we yeah. we made we made another trip down here for just to Universal this time. Did the Horror Nights stuff? There was Beetlejuice at the at Horror Nights, so couldn't couldn't miss that Beetlejuice, one of my favorite things. So uh, so yeah, we did all that stuff, but. Got got the chance to go on Velocicoaster a bunch more times, and and that ride, man, it is, it is incredible. It is so good. I just, it I'm so, so sad at the thought. I just don't think it's ever anything I'm ever gonna do. I just like you have to. I look you, into you my future. I just I'm like trying to find my path back to doing Orlando parks, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, it's like when I think about like okay, should I take a trip then? Like. You know, let's say an X amount of months. Like, no, because I'll be doing this and this. It's like, yeah. okay, well, could I should I do it then? Well, no, because I'll be doing, I'll have to be dealing with this. And it's like, it's like the Disney and the Universal stuff is so far away for me. It's like I'm starting to wonder if it's real. Does that That's make real. sense to like to you? I, like, yeah, yeah. I always, I always have that feeling. Not that I like, wouldn't but, go, but I, I, uh, I, yeah, I think about it like day and night so i'm just like i'm there in my mind all the time so getting down there it's like you know i'm meeting up with all my friends down i met up we for horror nights we had 11 people together like uh, of our group and it was just like hey good to see you like it's been since you know june but like it felt like yesterday so we all get together we we all do that stuff and it's so so much fun so that's like that's one thing that draws me down there's not just the stuff but it's like the people as well. So many good people. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, but the, the the Jurassic stuff is just too much fun. I I introduced my wife to the ride. She got a chance to go on that and was blown away as well. That thing is just incredible. How, are you a? I, I'm sure I've asked you before. Are you a roller coaster guy? I do like roller coasters. Um, I had a very weird. Exp- so when we got so I came out to Canada about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And in the first like two or three years, uh, we went to Canada's Wonderland. Okay. And I had an experience uh, in which I don't know if it would repeat itself, but um, as you get older, they say like something in your body switches and you can't do that stuff anymore. It and happens. I think that happened to me. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, it happened to me on uh, Top Gun, I think the ride is called. It's basically, if you've ever been to Cedar Point, it's like the Raptor where you are seated in and your legs hang down. So like dueling dragons kind of. Um, okay. And that yeah, one, this, those this things, is a cedar. It twists you and flips you. Yeah. This um, is a cedar fair park. So they have a lot of um, repeat stuff, whether it's like Dorney or, or, you know, places like that. Let's see. Yeah. It, uh, man, I, it ruined my day. And like, mm. to me, like that's not even a crazy roller coaster. Like, it's not like, it's not like a million feet tall. It's basically just twisty and turny and stuff. Which um, one was it? It was called Top Gun, I think, or Air Strike or something. It was, it was Air Force themed. <laughs> okay. At Canada uh, I don't, I don't know anything about this park, but man, they've got quite a bit of stuff here. This is actually pretty nice. I like this. Um, but it does look just like a regular, you know, old Cedar Fair 
the fly, the bat, thunder run, maybe. Thunder. Uh, there's so many attractions at this park. Yukon Striker, yeah. e- Extreme Skyfall. Oh, no, that's not a roller coaster. Um, yeah, there's actually a lot of stuff here. That's the cool, cool looking place. And a water it, park. This, I would actually, so you're talking about Cedar Fair. There's a, there's a parent company that buys up like old theme parks and like puts mm-hmm. them under one banner. And then like the peanuts end up being like their mascots. Well, that is, is the same company. Is, yeah. It's Cedar Fair. Yeah. They, they okay. have Cedar Point and they have, you know, Dorney and, and, you know, a bunch of other places and they all have like the haunt uh, stuff going on during yeah. Halloween, which is which is awesome. I love I love the haunt event. It's uh, it's really really good. Um, yeah. So this is another one of those parks. Oh no, it wasn't the dragon one. Flight deck. Yeah, it is flight deck. I remember it being gray, okay. and then it, this one's gray and has people's feet hanging. So this had to be the one. Oh, okay. Uh, I see. Yeah. Dude, it, it messed me up, man. And it like the Raptor, which is the same ride at Cedar Point. uh is my favorite roller. It was like the first big roller coaster I ever rode mm-hmm. as a, as a teenager. And uh, yeah, it messed me up. It kind of ruined my day. Um, you know, I can only I, do like, I can only do so much after. And like, it was like with my wife, I was like, look, if, the, if it flips, I can't do it anymore that day. Hmm. It was like, it has to just go straight. Give it another chance because I was actually at Dorney one time and they're one of their, their major ones. I was like, I got off and I was like, oof is this it for me? I had that same thought. I was like, yeah, am I, am I done? Like, is that it? Like coasters are my favorite things, you know, in the world. I love riding coasters. And, and I was like, Oh, I'm sad. I don't know if this is it. And, uh, it wasn't, it's still going. So we're good. It's all safe. Maybe I just had a, maybe I had a bad off. You could have, you could have yeah, had a bad was... day, but yeah, definitely give it a shot. But, um, and, and, uh, you know, when I was down in Orlando, we met up with Michael Corelli, who, you know, everybody has seen, he dresses up as Owen and goes out to the parks and stuff like that. So we were hanging out, uh, down there. I think we did Velocicoaster together once and, uh, with him and, um, yeah, he was saying that like, he never, he was never a coaster person. And then I think the first one that he went on was this one. And I'm like, well, it's all downhill from there. Like it's literally this is the, <laughs> right? the best coaster you could ever go on. The fa- like not the fastest, but it, it you know it's extremely fast. It's it's pretty high, and it it has so many inversions and twists and turns. It's incredibly thrilling. The most thrilling coaster you could probably go on, and uh, it's it's insane. Like I, I just love that ride so so much. You got to keep your hands up the whole time. It's a, it's one heck of an experience. Yeah. Is it a belt? Is it a belt? Uh, It's like a, no, it's a a thing. It's, it's a a thing that comes down. It's a bar that comes down on your lap. It's not a harness. No, not a harness. So you're free. You got to keep your hands up. Yeah. You got to stay up. It's, it's tempting. Very, very tempting on this one to put the, to to throw them down because it, because of the speed, there's two launches on there and, uh, and, uh, just, just how, how much it throws you around in a good way. It's not violent. It's just like, it's, it's comforting the way it throws you around, but it's, it's, it's incredible. And you got to do the front row. Like the front row is the way to go. We rode the back and also the front and the front's definitely the way to go because you can see everything. Yeah. That's always the way to go. Like my wife was like, we we did the back first because we were going to wait for the front, but it was too backed up. And so we're like, all right, let's go to the back because the back's always, you know, great as well. Uh, it's, it's two different kinds of, of style of ride from the front to the back. Mm-hmm. So the problem was, though, my wife was like, 
I didn't. Was there? Was there any Raptors? Like, what was the? Why? Why, why did they set up this whole thing with Owen and the Raptors attacking? And I'm like, what do you mean? They were there. Yeah, they were out there. And she's like, I didn't see them at all. <laughs> so like, that's the problem, I guess. When you're when you're in the back, it's like the coaster in front of you kind of obscures but, the view a little bit. But and you are going past the Raptors so fast. Uh, it's oh, just you fort. are saying that the story of this ride is you're going through the Raptor paddock, right? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In theory, and like, oh, and characters. Owen is like, you know, we can't do this. This is a really bad idea, Claire, and uh, you know, and all that stuff. So uh, she was like, why is he? Why was he flipping out so much when you don't even see a Raptor? But I was like, they're they're there. There's four of them. You they're just, just statues them. doing. They're this. just yeah, exactly. They don't move. You go by them so fast. But then when we did the front, they're just massive, and you can't miss them. And I was that's like, boom, 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 cool. boom. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to do the front. It's just incredibly thrilling. And uh, it's I, a can't miss attraction, I think. I give people who have to write stories for roller coasters. Those mm. are good writers. Because like the Hulk is one that I didn't understand. Like I rode the Hulk when the first year it came out um, or first like second year or whatever. Before they had like the before they had to like cut the speed on that initial launch or whatever. <laughs> and it wasn't until years later the story of that there's a story to that ride and it's it's not that you're like flying around and and uh you're supposed to see the hulk or whatever like the whole yeah, ride yeah, yeah. the story is like a cerebral thing like you are hulking out like that's the whole <laughs> point of that ride like when yeah. you listen to the story and like oh dude it's just so good and like the 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 g-forces are and like the the turns are supposed to be like what your body would go through if you became the Hulk and stuff like that, it gets very, yeah. it's very cool. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Cause you, you just basically like blast out through that tunnel. And oh, I, you know, I did not get a chance to go on that one this time. We, we were so beat up and, and tired after, you know, um, doing horror nights and stuff that we tried to take it easy during like the park days. So we only got to do like a handful of things this time, but but those parks are awesome. I love them so much. And actually, everybody will be really mad at me, but I did not go on Jurassic Park the ride. <laughs> Jeez, I, I, I I rarely go on that ride. <laughs> You're the problem. I You're just, problem. I can't. I don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to get wet sometimes, you know, most times. But you're, you're not going to get that wet on that ride. Yeah, you do. You do, no. though. You do. No. Um, it, and I just, I don't, I don't want to deal with it. And I love, I, I like the ride. It's, it's way past its prime and it's, it needs change. But so here's the thing. I agree. It needs mm -hmm. to be changed. But I would actually love it if they would, I would love it if they would somehow not make it Jurassic World. Mm -hmm. Like, I would love for there to be the Jurassic World ride in LA and the Jurassic Park ride in. Yeah. In. Uh, yeah, Orlando. I would rather. That would be awesome. That. Yeah. But I agree. I think it needs, it needs something. It needs, it just needs a boost of adrenaline. Like when I'm watching, when I'm watching that Indominus fight with the T Rex in LA, I'm just like, man. Universal's got nothing on this thing. Yeah. You know, um, I would love to see them take out the Ultrasaurus and actually put in uh, a sauropod that we know from yeah. the franchise. It's... Like, it's the first one you see on that ride. And it's like, what is this thing? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there's enough. When the, when, the, when the ride came out and you had like six or seven, maybe 
10 different species that we've maybe seen through Jurassic Park in the Lost World, like, you're like, okay, so they've added some of their own, like, cool, whatever, this expands the world. But I think the, I think the species roster at this point is actually, it's so big that it doesn't actually make sense anymore. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like getting rid of any animals that we, that are not canon to the, to the story at this point, getting rid of any of those animals makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I could see that, you know, in, in, in between the three, between, between the entire franchise of the movies, we have three different sauropods and I'm like, do we need more? Like, (laughs) you know, give the one from the lost world. I forget which one that is. Uh, Mementiosaurus or whatever. Mementiosaurus. Yeah. Give that one like some extra time to shine at this point. Uh, speaking of when, when, when am I getting my Mementiosaurus? Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, do we need something exact like you know, toy form? I feel like it won't be all that different from that. You know, from the what the Apatosaurus? Yeah. Make the it head, better, man. Yeah, the head sculpt and like it'll it'll be a little bit different, but I don't know. I don't I don't see them ever straying from that like that's if you're gonna do that size, I don't know if they're gonna stray from Apatosaurus these and Brachiosaurus. Two, yeah, these two yeah, yeah, I think yeah. those are it. I I would love to see Mementiosaurus, but I don't think it would sell nearly mm-hmm. as well. Because I don't think that people really are aware that that's a different species. Like you have to be like a I think a major either like just yeah. a dinosaur fan. Yeah. Or a Jurassic fan. But like excuse me, in the movie they don't even say Mementiosaurus. Man, I don't think so. It's it might be on a, a piece of paper or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love it, but I honestly was happy just to get the Brachiosaur. Like, I, I mean, that you know, we've had this discussion. That's a child's dream, like for a '90s kid's dream come yeah. true, right? Yeah. To to be able to have, even if even if all you collected was the Kenner stuff, and you were like, as an adult, like, no, I'm not getting the Mattel stuff. I feel like if you were big even into the Kenner stuff, you'd be hard pressed not to buy that Brachiosaur because it completes yeah, it completes Jurassic Park even even the old stuff because they never did Brachiosaurs, not to that to that level. <laughs> I got um, the tiny one. Yeah, well, the tiny one, and then JP three had like the green one. Yeah, was, yeah, like whatever. Was, what is um, that? <laughs> but like, no, when they announced the Apatosaurus, I it was like a fever dream. I wrote you, I was like, is this real? <laughs> like, are we doing this again the brachiosaur must have sold really well um it it like it's one of those things that um you know we didn't know how well it would do or, or um you know how how well stocked it would be but i still see brachiosaurs in the store oh in, really? in a in a good way like because they keep selling them and then they keep coming back and they keep selling they keep coming back so it's awesome. it's surprising that it is still out there still going strong and uh you know i know a lot of us picked up multiple of them and uh that had something to do with it so i'm assuming it did pretty well and i'm assuming the apatosaur which is just i'm I'm looking at mine now it's just like i I, when i open mine especially because it's so deceiving it comes in like a smaller box and i I feel like it's it's slightly smaller than the brachiosaur box it has to be a little bit and yeah, it's it just it's so deceiving how how when you take it out, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is massive. And and put it together. It's it's incredible. Yeah. yeah um, I went to I went to four or five different targets while I was in the States. Yeah. Um, and I only saw one Apatosaurus on the shelf, which that's a to me, that's a good thing. 
right? Like, sure. That means that they sold out of their stock. I mean, I know you can get it on, I know you can get it on Target's website. I know there was a goof the other day with the pricing of that thing already. Uh, it had been marked down like 30% or something on the website for like a day. Yeah, I don't know uh, if it was a goof. I just think it was like some some deal or something that they were running at that time. I don't know. From what I saw, people were like, no, they changed it or something. Like they hmm. they recanted, which I don't know if they can actually do or not. But Yeah, I don't know. Um, either way, this is a figure that is obviously selling well enough um, that stores can't keep them stocked. Uh, I haven't seen one in stores yet, so that's uh, that's cool that you saw one. Yeah, you came, I saw you, you one. came here for like a day, and it was, there it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> I should have grabbed it, but fifty bucks. I mean, like I, I want to, like I'll, I'm gonna wait till they drop. I, like that thirty dollar price point that the Brachiosaur eventually hit is like just that. It's just that sweet spot. Yeah. Of like. Yeah. Like okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, so no amber collection. I saw one John Hammond am, amber collection. Um, You're saying that they're like shelf warmers. I saw one amber collection the entire time I was there. Um, well, yeah, I I haven't I haven't seen John ever on the shelf. Um, and humans go pretty quick, but the sure. the other Velociraptors and stuff like that, like I haven't seen a JP three one. But uh, it was I guess it was a tiger and maybe like Charlie or something or one of those. So um, those like never left. Really, until they were like clearanced out and just um, yeah, I probably, would love probably to sold tiger. off so, to brought over to five below or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you see him there, man, pick me up some tiger raptors. I really liked it. You were kind of being harsh on it at one point and I get it. Like it's not, it's it doesn't just an orange Raptor with it, like yeah. stenciled on black. It's, not, like, it's not the tiger. It's, it's, it's a cool looking Velociraptor, but it's not the tiger to me. You know, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't look like the one like that is my favorite thing that my favorite Raptor. It's the best. One. And it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's so iconic the way it looks and that's not cutting it. It deserved a special head sculpt. Well, they all do. And I think that's yeah, what is yeah. bothersome about the Raptor line specifically. It's like, mm-hmm. y- you can reuse most of the toy. All you really have to do <laughs> is a new head sculpt for, yeah. for the Raptor styles. That yeah. That's enough to sell it. Like I know like I think so. Chris was it Chris Pugh one time was saying like you yeah, know what? He's he, got to deal with Target. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna necessarily quote him on anything, <laughs> but like, I I felt like the rat. I felt like the the thing that takes me out of the tiger stripe is that the head sculpt is just, mm-hmm. it's just not there. It's that Jurassic yeah. World style raptor, um, but that JP three raptor is. I kind of want that too. Like you were saying, yeah, like what would yeah. get me into Amber Collection last week, and it's like, if you just got your sculpts like completely hammered down and your paint mm-hmm. jobs like hammered down like i feel like there you go and i've already noticed that, like on target's website the jp3 raptors down to 25 already aren't those normally like 40 dollar figures or something no it's probably 31 oh, okay. or something like that um i do have that that one right here actually it's it is so good oh. it's so like now that like the body like you're saying the body is the same i don't i don't see any difference between the body I, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't I you know I didn't compare, but it looks to be the same body. But that head, mm-hmm. man, that head is everything. Like you're saying, it, it just needed a little tweak and it and it got it. it. It got, you know, the ridges on the nose and it's got the quills and, and that is it. You sold it. That's it. It looks perfect. 
Um, and you know, you always see, um, you know, we see like Ted brothers come out and, and paint up. So you're like, Oh, this looks so good. It can't be any better. And then he comes out and he makes it and it looks 10 times better. But like <laughs> this, <laughs> this looks so good. And like, you can't beat his this. Baby, I don't, his baby T-Rex was so good. <laughs> I, he painted, he repainted this one the other day. And I was like, I was like, this already looks amazing, but yeah, he made it, he made it cooler somehow. But like, um, but this is incredible. I love this one. I, I actually, I opened it like before I left, I think, and like didn't really get a chance to look at it. So it looks impressive. I, I really, really dig that one. And, and you're right. It took me a little bit to understand what was wrong with the tiger one. I'm like, well, you know, the paint, it, it's not cutting it completely, um, but it really is that head sculpt. And those those Lost World male raptors have a, a very certain long snout and long features mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that mm-hmm. it's just not cutting it. It didn't bother me on the... The JP Raptor, the first one, the the brown Raptor, didn't bother me there. Now, why do you feel like that's the case? Because I kind of felt the same way. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's because the JP Raptor, like... It's just like generic Raptor, Raptor, like... Yeah, like, okay, so, um, hey, you said it, all right, not me. (laughs) But I feel like as we've gone on, the Raptors have had a very specific, like... The Raptors were like a a key presentation of the film. And I feel Mm -hmm. like in the first movie, it was like we just need to make it a man-sized theropod mm-hmm. um they're not bad looking by any no no i think i think they're pretty great I, I think they're great looking it's just i don't know like it's oh, the features are subtle and the differences i feel yes. like are subtle compared to the jurassic world ones now when you put them side by side and really compare them yes of course there's many differences but like you know quickly you're like eh, that looks good to me like that those two comparatively don't don't feel bad you know yeah and then so like, let's see so in also in the states i got trudons i finally got i got the mint green uh mm-hmm. i got a few yeah. of those um i got mine somewhere around here yeah uh, yeah i i, I dig the sinoceratops are are so so good and i actually i see you have the green sarcosuchus out there uh, I actually yeah, so I will get that new Sarcosuchus. Oh, I like having the, I like having the other one out more so than than I think I sent you one of those. Um, you sent me you sent me one of these, um, or two of these. Maybe. I, mean, I, think I, you yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do want to get my hands. I do want to get my hands on a couple of the newer, more true versions. Um, they're fairly expensive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, there is there is the one that was that the packy. What was it? Yeah. Yeah, the Packy Rhinosaurus oh, was was uh painted that way originally. And it's the one from the yeah, film. Yeah, and then I got a couple of these. Like Oh, you got a couple. I remember, okay. I remember losing my mind over over this figure um when it was announced. I feel like it's a bit smaller than I would have liked, but like still like I put Darius in in this guy's mouth and <laughs> this is, would be a terrifying animal to stumble across uh if you're Darius's size. Uh the the one thing I I got and I have too many of them now I'm gonna I'm gonna eBay uh, I'm not gonna scalp I'm gonna actually I think I'm gonna put them up for bid which I guess is sorry I'm like I'm falling down in my chair uh, but I'm gonna put them up I think for auction uh, so that someone who really can't get one wants a chance but like the baby brachio this was one I was like I have to have this. So I found some sketchy website in Canada that sold them for like 
fourteen dollars or something. Yeah. And I bought two, and then when I was in the states, I beca- oh because I didn't trust this company would actually send me <laughs> two. Same with these. I, I I sent you the link too, but I I think yeah, you said that they were sold out by I that found, point. I found two in the states on the shelves, and I grabbed them. So now I got these actually today in the mail, and I'm thinking like. I need, I don't need four. Four is <laughs> for babies. Four is too much. Um, I, I, gotta, I, I but, love these things. They're, the baby brachios are so, so good. I, I can't, I just can't. They're just too, they're too amazing. So two is good for me. Now, though. I, I agree. I will say this very, very disappointed. I love this figure. Actually very disappointed that it's locked behind some $40, playset this is awesome mm, yeah this this stego this stego with the brown belly and like the dark green uh is it green or is it gray is it the gray one it's the one that came with darius i think it's green it's like an army green so sure there's probably some gray mixed into that paint uh oh i, don't I know. think it's phenomenal and then I mean, this is the one I have. I don't know if this is the same one, but this is... I, it looks green on the camera, but it is not green. It's totally gray. Whatever. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's it looks like a very, real... It looks like real very, coloration this, of a dinosaur. Yeah, this one's very good. Yeah. Um, really sad to see that one locked behind a a larger playset. Uh, sure, sure. Got a few of these. Got a few of these from Entertainment Earth. They said mm-hmm. these were... Admonosaurus. Um, it's it's fine. Um, I wish it was bigger. Uh, I wish this was like a next a next class up of toy. Okay. Um, I get why it probably wasn't, but I, I wish it was. Um, did you get around to finding the Aranosaurus? No, this one. I can't find Ooh. one. Oh. oh, it's so good. That side looks good. This this side not so much, but yeah. So that this is a, a thing that I'm I'm not a huge fan of, which also uh, it's on Bumpy as well. Yeah, I thought I had Bumpy right there. It's a different different ankylosaurus. Um, but I'll I'll grab it. over reach, there. But but it's it, it's got this switch, which it, I actually like the function that it provides to the certain dinosaurs. But I don't like the look of the switch is not a good look. Um, so I took know. my batteries out because I had to transport these in a car and just a bag. So I took all my batteries out. What's the point of the switch? I don't understand it. it so basically, like like watch, it just it moves all it moves all the way up. Oh, I don't know what happened there, but it, it just moves it to different positions. Why? Why do we need that? Why can't you just have? Oh, does it like? And it keeps it posed, I guess. It Is keeps it the... posed there, so you can pick, I guess, where you want it to sit. Which I like that feature. I like being able to choose, like, hey, where do you want it to be? You can't adjust the mouth on this, but I believe you can on like the Baryonyx and stuff like that, or uh, yeah, other ones. Um, but I, I think it's it's an interesting feature. I just don't love the look of the button. I could do without that. I don't know how you would accomplish it otherwise with with that kind of feature with the three different poses. Mm. But I like it has different roars and all that stuff and different poses, but just not the the look of the button itself. So that's a bummer. And I know that there's a I forget even what 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 is that um, 
I, I've lost track of all the different um, uh, lines at this point, like what whatever that one's from, Sound Strike or something like that. Yeah, but, I mean, who cares? Who yeah, cares? <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm surprised though that you're you're not into the uh, the sarcosuchus with the purple and the, what colors are on there? Where do I have that one? I've it's teal and purple. It's gross. I love it. I love it. It's got like a pink and and like yeah, like a grayish teal or something like that, and a purple. I I love that one, and I, it's weird because like when I was a kid, I I definitely strayed away from the colorful ones for the most part, like when, when chaos effect came around, which I know that's drastically different, but like when that stuff came around, I was I like, no, nah, yeah, it's, it's I'm, animated for sure. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't, I don't need any of that. Um, I know that's blasphemy probably to a lot of people. Cause actually nowadays I'm like, I kind of really like that Raptor that, that like blue and black so, and green, like that one's pretty killer looking. Um, so I have a majority of that stuff and it was never, when I played Jurassic, I never played with them. Um, oh really they're all which yeah which thinks those are all out of the box the only one i think i'm missing were like the the tyrannosaurs the big tyrannosaurs that they had um mm-hmm. those are like the only ones i'm missing what i like about the camp cretaceous stuff is that like one it's not stylized like they're just trying to repaint mm-hmm. based off of the show but even yeah. then i feel like they don't even hit their show like on the head um yeah, yeah i don't i don't remember i mean i think i got two of these by mistake somehow i don't know how I, it just happens hey. you know? <laughs> and i was like hey that works out perfectly because it was there was two of them in the show that were attacking the kids and that i feel like they were probably the yeah. they're probably way bigger than this like you were saying they're maybe a little bit bigger like grade of dinosaur i think but like you know because they were smashing around those cargo containers like nobody's yeah. business but um but i dig this i think i i like more dinosaurs like this like you know Things that are, are I wish, different than the standard ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so glad that they're experimenting more with not theropods. Um, or, you know what? I'm not even going to act like I know what that word even means. I To me, a theropod's like a Tyrannosaurus style, like right? Like, yeah, like, like that's uh, a theropod, right? What was this one called again? Uh, Metriacanthosaurus? Is that it? No, that's not it. No. No, this is... Uh, I forget. <laughs> oh, no. We're bad fans. <laughs> Um, but like, no, like, no, it's okay, not so the like this is another one. What's it called? I, I, I literally I just posted about this on like Instagram. <laughs> and I see that's Dude, the like, thing when you get old and you do too many things and don't get enough sleep that you just completely lose track of everything. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it was guy, literally the last be... post that I did on Instagram. Uh, Monolophosaurus. <laughs> Monolophosaurus. I did a review on that toy. The first one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love the first one. This one I don't love as much, but uh it it looks more like the you show, like kind of cartoony. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I dig it. I mean, it's like the it's like the other one, except the head is different. I think the body's probably the same for the most part. But and it also came with Kenji, which I, so I think is fantastic. You know, he's got his little scooter, which I don't ever remember, but um maybe it was there. I forget. <laughs> I completely forget. <laughs> You're talking about this ability to lock poses. I actually, so like, I'm looking at this toy here, this Cryolophosaurus, and I do uh-huh. wish that like, yeah, I could lock his his head in a position. But yeah. I like it in the sense that like his tail is 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 that mechanism. I just wish I could lock for, it here. For they play, could put, I would assume they, for play, that's, that's a better feature. 
Right. Because you know, when you're right. playing as a kid, I, I remember like using that function to like tear apart a car or to attack the humans. I'm always twisting the tail or moving the tail. With the old ones, it was more yeah. so I'm just going to bash it into you because like there wasn't really that kind of feature like the T-Rex, the Red Rex or the Triceratops. It was just like, hey, I'm going to run into everything and smash into everything because they didn't have yeah. like things that moved and, t- you know, all that good stuff. Um, but you know, when you're able to, to move necks around and things and tails, like that's, that's a cool thing. I mean, this doesn't do anything. It just moves a tail on this, uh, but, but yeah, I, and I dig Kenji. I think they've, they've done a good job on the humans, uh, so far. I'm really digging the, the Camp Cretaceous humans. Here's one that I picked, uh, that I, that I had waiting for me at home and I don't, I still don't understand this one. I'm so glad I didn't buy a bunch of these. The Seats. Okay. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't look like it belongs. Like it doesn't. It doesn't no. It's so weird. So it, what's it's the story behind this? This is a this is a newer it, species. So Mattel just did it. Is that? Uh... Yeah. It's a it's it's a newer one. Um, and it came out. Well, I mean, the dinosaur itself is is a newer species, right? Like it newly discovered somewhat. And yeah, I think they just wanted to be you know, the first to kind of produce something that was brand new. And I think that's a very, very cool idea, you know, getting that out there. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really fit with the other ones. And I think during, during this, it's so weird. Yeah. During this recent timeline, you have that one, which also came out around like Majungasaurus is another one that kind of is, is different. And also the irritator, like those three came out around the same time and they all look Mm. different. They all feel like they're not, exactly part of the same line um and then there was also the tarbosaurus which is one that i felt like which, okay so is completely like i don't even know what toy line that's like it looks like it's from some other brand to me well okay so that was the thing this is the last of my haul oh there it is tarbosaurus <laughs> and you and got it okay it it has a very mccreary style t-rex head I feel it's it's the spikes along the top yeah that throw you because they're they're like those iguana spikes that we discussed on the are they are they getting us ready are they like trying to like you know that's okay so i'm not gonna dive too much into it but it's like are you getting us ready for this kind of stuff yeah yeah uh, that's a that's a fair point this more reptilian thing but i love this idea of like this this, this black dinosaur with like the red Again, Although, that's a thing that I don't like for some reason. I, I, I'm a sucker for black and red, which I think <laughs> me too. Park series two was also yeah. a sucker for. Ah, oh, I like that. I I do love those two colors together. For like so many years, if you had asked me, "Hey, what's your favorite colors?" That's what I would have said <laughs> when I was a kid There's or whatever. A bird. You know. There's a bird that like every nature documentary includes, and it's this <laughs> jet black bird, and it's got this red. Uh-huh. It's disgusting. It's got this red thing that it puffs out to like. Oh, be like okay. Massive. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I about? I, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. It's in every. It's in every nature mm-hmm. documentary, like Planet okay. Earth or whatever. They always use footage of it. It's it so sense. cool. It's so stunning looking. I just don't like what? it on that thing. I, I, it's just weird. You know, it makes sense on like a bird, but I, I don't. Which I know. I know. Descendants and all, but like. I don't, I, I don't know. To me, it just that that toy specifically, the Tarbosaurus, just looks like it's like somebody else made it. It's from like you know some other company that like 
just wanted to make a, a like one dinosaur. Um, so I've never gotten that one. Never got that one. I never got the uh, the that Cryolophosaurus that you showed before that orange one. I love the Cryolophosaurus. That, I got a black one somewhere. Or a well, dark it's like blue it's one. blue. Yeah, that one I think I think I sent to you. Um, no, did I, I? No, I think I have it here. Unless you got a, another one. No, no, no. We were talking. <laughs> I think I was hitting the fact that you got. Oh, one. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I, no, I, no. I didn't have a box. I meant to like I ha- I wanted to send it, and then I was like, oh no, I don't have a box. So I'm fully I have... aware. I owe you, I owe you money. Brad I'm is, not like, even thinking about that. I'm not I even thinking about that. I constantly owe Brad money. That's the <laughs> that's the reality of this. Oh, you know what else I got, and I I sadly couldn't bring it because I I actually I had to discuss with you about how you're sending this. I oh, had yeah? a T Rex explorer waiting for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> that whole set is beautiful. I wish I had it here, but um, I already had damaged so my. Oh, that's uh, right. Ray Arnold sets. I had yeah. two of them. They're both damaged. So I didn't want to like, I don't really want a damaged Explorer set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got the dentist. I found, I picked up my Dennis Nedry canister. Uh, that thing's the like, oh, yeah, dude, I lo- sorry. Is... I lost you for a second there. Oh, that's fine. I was just saying that like, if I got up and you saw Batman, it wasn't boxer shorts. I'm not in my underwear. I'm in, I'm in cut off pajama. <laughs> pants under here oh my, my chair keeps sinking um but dude I, I i love this thing and i love that it i feel like this is the same coloration as from the game uh gp the game yeah i um, think it's pretty similar if not the same uh very similar it has a very distinct like patterning on it like someone did some extra work on this this figure i, I remember yeah. being down on it initially but once I got a, my hands on it, I, I was yeah. just like, "Oh, this is this is a great figure." It's a good looking one. I, I I don't know I don't know where mine is. It's probably on the shelf. I have like a handful of toys down here on the ground that my kids play with, or that I haven't had anywhere to put. And then I, everything else I recently put on the shelf. But that one is is a really good one. And I, it's still I still feel like though that I I want to see like the Troodon from the live tour. One of these days, I'm just going to have to let that thing go. You know, like I'm just going to have to forget about the live tour. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think we, it's coming back, right? Like they've invested so much money in that. The thing's got, I mean, it back. should, it, you know, it sounds like it is, but you know, who knows, I guess. Sound. Well, maybe we can talk about that later off of, off the air. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe going home, to after two years and still having a fairly decent pile mm-hmm. of of mattel figures like they've just been going through this pandemic uh like nobody do and that's you're yeah. right there are some that i didn't even i didn't even get like the ir- irritator whatever that thing was called mm-hmm. um i pass on the kara donk that okay so that's that's when i did see at target was the caracodontosaurus Car- Car- like yeah car yeah, yeah yeah that yellow and brown yeah theropod looking thing that looks like do you remember the we've talked about the original mattel figure dinosaur figures that had like the caveman stuff that thing does not look good it looks like it belongs in a, in a series from the 80s yeah, um, I I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember talking about that, but uh, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, really? What?" I no, I completely forget everything. But I agree, it does look different, and I actually like. I wish I like held off because there there is a new one coming, 
with like different colors and stuff like that and and it looks way cooler kind of like how i felt with the uh the cryolophosaurus is like i didn't like that original color pattern which is actually very similar to this one the car car and and then it came out with a cooler one and i got the cooler one so i kind of wish i held off i don't i don't know if the newer one will have capture gear or not but uh but this one has a capture gear and i feel like kind of like a sucker for the the capture gear stuff right do you have did you get get any of those or there's a t-rex with capture gear uh, no, this thing has captured. Honestly, I, little, I forget what else, but I'm a little burned out on T-Rex toys. I feel like the one uh, yeah. that came with the one that came with uh, the Explorer. I I love that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish it was bigger. Like to me, I just need yeah. I need that toy scaled up to like the Thrash and Throw or the one of the other ones that fit more with the Spinosaurus and the mm-hmm. and the um. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a small one, and I don't yeah I don't love how small it is, but uh, you know, I was, and I've always stayed away from that scale. To be honest, you know. Yeah, well, I I I can understand why it doesn't really fit with the rest of the series, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's the best sculpt out of all of them, and it the mouth opens in both directions as opposed to the thrash and throw, which I think is the perfect size. Um, the it hinges like a snake uh mm-hmm. jaw um so i dang it i googled mattel dinosaur line and like of course it's just nothing but <laughs> uh jurassic world stuff yeah um, yeah of course um this the stomp and strike i believe that's what it's called the the one of the latest t-rex is pretty yeah. great it's that i think that's the one with the capture gear that one's probably one of my favorite ones outside of the bite and fight and and i love the I, bite and fight I passed like a dum dum. I passed on a green sore pelta. Like I, I don't know why I did that. I I should. Try oh, that I yeah. I I haven't tracked one of those down. I did get this in the mail, which I have not opened yet. But uh, Bumpy and Ben. Well, what is this Bumpy? I don't know. But it's it's weird. It's a weird looking Bumpy. But um. I mean, it's very like cartoony looking, but like very different than the other toys. Kind of like preschooly oh. or something like that. It looks Weird. like Imagine Next or something. And then Ben with his his uh, shield. He's got a shield in there and a spear, which I love that. I love that look on Ben. That's really cool. I wish the other characters would come with, you know, different outfits and stuff. I, you know, honestly, I wish there was like a normal Ben, like a normal clothes, and like yeah, Darius with with the messed up clothes like Ben has, and and Kenji with messed up clothes, like because they. They all like some of them have nice stuff. Some of them, one of them has bad stuff. You know, like bad clothes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, take see. what take what we can get though, because you know they're the humans are few and far between these days. It's so that's such a bummer. Um, yeah, that they are few and far between. Now let's see. I'm looking through here. I didn't see an Allosaurus, but I would have passed on any Allosaurus. I think the Allosaurus is no matter what version of the Allosaurus they do, they need to take that figure back to square one um i think <laughs> that the new one, that new one on looks it, pretty good in person I've, I've i've heard um the coloring and stuff but the proportions are definitely still weird the proportions on that figure are i mean let's face it none of the figures are 100 percent accurate no but but that one's like especially the, strange that know? one is especially off uh that and like metric from the from the first wave i thought was uh 
weird. Um, same thing with Herrerasaurus. I didn't know what a Herrerasaurus really looked like until like Jurassic World Evolution came out. And I was like, oh, that's a cool dinosaur. Why is there no toy that looks like this thing? <laughs> um, and and But this new one, though, like it's probably the best coloring. I do like the red one, even though I don't like the sculpt. And I know some people really, really dig the sculpt on this thing. I don't. Which, I, I'm, I'm sorry, not, which one are we talking the, about? The Metricanthosaurus. Oh, yeah. No, the sculpt is not great. I but a lot of people love it, like are really into it, but I just don't dig it. But um I think this one is probably the best coloring on there so far. I mean, hey, to look to each their own. Like if you like it, then then great. Sure, sure. Uh um, I thought Al so I see I haven't we have I there's no new Albertosaurus. Um that was another cool figure that I thought was like I have too many. I feel like I, it I have it like, didn't feel like it belonged because it had three. like again, it had like that like Mm-hmm. that iguana style like neck uh but it's it's still uh, that one fits big. more for me i think that one fits along with the other ones a little bit more um but yeah i could see that one being different because it's yeah it's a little wild yeah but yeah i don't know i was trying to find this i was trying to find this uh 80s mattel line and I, eh. I think i think that's about oh no you know i do have one other one that that is maybe worth discussing uh this which we've probably talked about before but this eh, alan grant oh He's you got it packaging huh? I, he just showed up you know i, I you were complaining about this last last month yeah i mean oh. the, fa- the face is not great i can't get a not blurry shot on it but he <laughs> just so he looks weird and like wrinkly and like it's too, he's like too yeah. old and, and i don't know and this other face is just like smiling and i'm like i don't know is that is that an Alan Grant face? I don't know. He also comes with the flare, and he's got the raptor claw, which is cool. But uh, it's just not... It, it looks like fake Alan Grant. Uh, some of the other ones have been like, okay, they pass. You know, they, they, they're they're pretty passable. That The Muldoon, which I did get recently, is phenomenal. Like, that, that looks so good. Um, and, like, others are passable. But Grant just does not look great to me. It's a bummer. But I'll open we, them. We and should, I'll have them on my show. We should so. do like a, we should do a, an episode where we talk about like the top five. You know, as we get closer to Dominion, let's do a top five Mattel, uh, and we'll call it the Fallen Kingdom era. Uh huh. And it can basically just be top five from Fallen Kingdom all the way through, to Dominion. Okay. I thought I since we were talking we should... about Grant. I thought you were going to say top five worst, the worst well, five. We should also we should also <laughs> do that. We should do a top five, like we've done in previous uh-huh. lines. Okay. But then we should do like a bottom five, like ones that yeah. we think they need to just go back to the drawing. And it's not I'm like I'm down for that. Because I, I don't mean it in like a in an offensive way. I just think that like how how offensive can it be when when I paid thirty bucks for <laughs> this this figure yeah, that right. I dislike, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's a good idea. Let's, let's, uh, let's, I'll, I'll notate that and, and think about let's it. Get it on we, the have, books. we have, we have, we have episodes well into 2022 already. So got to figure out where to put them, <laughs> but let's move on to our, our next topic here because, uh, sure. this is a fun one as well. And, and a while back we did report on it and I, we actually had a, we had somebody from Stern on our show. Uh, I believe his name was Zach and, um, and I wanted to talk about uh, some some stern pinballs here. So let me add this to the stream. Uh, scroll back up. 
We got Jurassic Park pin. I don't know why it just says pin. Is it? Is that the name? It's a pinball machine, and uh, it's a it's a new pinball machine that's kind of a little more affordable for 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 anybody who wants to have one in their house here. Uh, it's got the MSRP of forty five ninety nine four thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars. So bonkers. it's it's definitely still steep. Um, I'm good. You know, but I think it's a cool looking set. Uh, I do. Let's see. Let's there. There is a trailer here. So let's go ahead and take a look at this little trailer here. Hopefully this comes through. So it's it's got uh, it's got a lot of fun features. It looks like. Um, let me go back to that page. Actually, let me go over here because we have a nice flyer to look at. Um, so got some fun graphics up there. Uh, definitely different art style. It's not it's not your typical art style that kind of relates to the films. It's a bit different. It look you know the T Rex does not really look like the T Rex. It's got a spinal on there, and I appreciate this this style i kind of like how it's different and it's showing like t-rex facing off against the spino you you guys know i love that and uh but it is in front of the jurassic park gate which is kind of cool um it's a very minimalist like looking set inside it doesn't really feature the ton a ton of stuff that like maybe the uh the the ones that you would find at your arcade do but it looks pretty cool um Let's see here. What do we got? Anything interesting? Game features: destroy and knock down, uh, drop targets. You got pteranodon gravity, defying metal jump ramp, battle against a spinosaurus, uh, corral raptors with precision shooting, uh, fast flowing metal stegosaurus ramp. Shoot any dinosaur. I don't want to shoot any dinosaurs. Uh, hit control room targets. Shooting chaos letters. So. Have you ever played um, any of the uh, what is it Zen pinball or something like that? There, it's a it's like a, yeah, a digital I mean, one. I, I always have fun yeah. with those digital ones, and and they do have similar modes to this where you like you have to like get all the raptors or or hit the certain letters that are on the ground and stuff. So I like I do have a lot of fun with modes like that. I don't really understand pinball. Like <laughs> my my knowledge of pinball is. Don't let it fall. Yeah, yeah. Below the paddles. Um, I know. I you it, every now and then you come across like that little special game where it pops up on the screen. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do. I, I have no idea what I'm doing. What are we? What am yeah. I supposed to hit? Like, so that happens a lot to me. I, I panic. 
so um I, I actually I won't bring up his name because uh, I didn't like talk to him prior about bringing him up on the podcast. But like, I have a friend who collects pinball machines, mm-hmm. and uh, at one point I was talking to him about getting an original uh, from the '90s because that's the pinball machine that I remember playing like as a kid, right? Like nostalgia, a hundred percent, right? And uh, I've had two instances with this person. And he's basically like always been down on it. He's like, it's not really that good. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't, what does it need to be? Like, it is, it, it's got a ball and it's got the paddles and it's got dinosaurs. Like what, what more does it need to be? Um, yeah. I don't but know. Just to, I guess if you're, if you're like a anybody, pro who, who knows, but yeah. But so, so anyway, um, he posted something the other day on Facebook. Uh, it was of his kid, like is finally old enough to be able to hit the paddles. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was another stern pinball machine, different than this. It was a different Jurassic one. And uh, I I just made some nerdy joke. I was like, hey, this art features a species of velociraptor not found on Jurassic Park islands of the Isla Nublar, rather a species only found on its sister island of Sorna. Uh, what kind of crap <laughs> are they trying to pull over there? And uh, Oh, yeah, this, he, this right here. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's got like it's got literally like this one right here. <laughs> which yeah. that, that's the kind of stuff that i appreciate because it like it tells a different story so it's kind of fun for me well and to your point this is what he said oh this is i'm so glad i had this conversation because this gives me content uh he said uh the game isn't remotely accurate to the movie uh, to the movie strangely that's part of what makes it work uh i was and then i said i was going to ask how does it compare to the original from the 90s i remember being obsessed with that when i was a uh, younger but i was also seven right so like what did I know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he said, the 90s DE game, I'm assuming that's a brand of pinball machine. The 90s DE games aren't that good. The new one is one of the best games ever made. It's basically Whoa. a side story <clears throat> during the events of the movie. You're a newly hired game warden, and the goal is to go to all different paddocks and rescue workers, set traps, and capture the escaped dinos, and eventually escape the island. There are a lot of other modes and goals too. It's an extremely deep game and the shot slash combo slash flow is incredible. Now, this is not a Jurassic Park obsessed fan. Sure. He's a sure. pinball machine collector. And he's saying that that one in the middle is one of the best games ever made in the wow. genre. So that's, that's I feel like really... that's high praise from this one person I know that collects pinball machines. That's awesome. Um, so that this is a premium model. So there's different models. They have the limited edition pro model over here, which the pro I think is just like the, the cheaper one out of these three. The premium one is 7,799. Um, or you can get connected equipment for 8,000. Um, but it does look cool, and I do I do appreciate that fun, different art style. It's like not any, it's not accurate whatsoever, but like it, it's kind of fun. Um, I mean, you have to take liberties, right? Now, I think the one, I think the Raptor one has a better art style than the the new budget one. Um, but yeah, this, this this limited one is nine thousand ninety nine limited edition. That's insane when you consider that. Like, I would say. 12 to 10 years ago was when I started like making oh, good money. I'll say 10 years ago, I thought it was really good money. Nowadays, <laughs> eh, not so much. But <laughs> I remember like 
throwing around the idea of getting myself an original Jurassic Park pinball machine. And they were only going for like a thousand dollars. So like pinball has to be like, it's gotta, they must've figured out how to like ramp up the nostalgia and the nicheness of pinball Mm -hmm. to where they feel like they can charge eight grand. Like, look at the, the intricacies crazy. of this limited edition one. It's got, like, a paddock. It's got a moving, like, kind of like the uh, Bull T-Rex up here. It, like, looks very similar paint job. Um, and then you've got a vehicle. You've got a rat, like, almost like a Mattel, like, Velociraptor over here. It's different. But there's so many things going on and, and different ramps and things. So uh, that's that's the, uh, the limited edition one. The pro one, let's go over here to the pro. See if we can see any different pictures here. Um, so I don't think it features all that intricate stuff, but some of it, well, I guess it has a lot of it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have no clue what the differences are. I'm sure it says it in here, but this one is sixty one ninety nine. So yeah, you're, you're looking at like a few thousand difference here between this one, but I still think it looks pretty cool. It's missing like the paddock and it does have a T-Rex, but it does not look like it's like a, a back and forth neck mover it's maybe just the up and down mouth motion but it's, I just it's think pretty like cool i love price. this escape escape nublar like postcard is really really cool i just but think that for the price yeah. i'll see now you can't even you can't even get on ebay anymore and search for Jurassic park pinball without getting bombarded with uh all the new ones I just I wonder what, I the, like what is the return, do you think? What is the return on like a $9,000 pinball machine? Like, is that, do you think like the arcades are getting a $9,000 one or are they getting like the 6000 or like, and I don't know what a re- mm. what the return is and like how, how quickly do you recuperate that cost in an arcade? Like, and usually, um, I don't know, you find stuff like this at like a, an arcade, like a, uh, sorry, like a pinball arcade or somewhere where it's like specifically like, old timey oh. like games and stuff like that usually i feel like well i mean okay okay so when i was a kid i specifically remember playing the original jurassic park one in a town called frankenmuth michigan huh. um at a hotel there and it was a big hotel uh very touristy area lots of kids uh in this hotel but again, 10 years ago, I was looking at that machine and it was only like a thousand, maybe $2,000 maximum, mm-hmm. which means that brand new, it was probably like way less. Right. But yeah, you're right. Like on a $8,000 machine, you're looking, the only place I can, I can imagine making money off of that eventually would be like a, um, would be like a Dave and Busters. Right. And does Dave and yeah. Busters even have pinball machines? Know been so long probably yeah you can see the big Um, difference here here's the here's the the new one so and then compared to like the limited edition one which they all seem to have a lot of the same features so you can see there's a lot more going on here but it still looks pretty cool though i mean it still looks like it's pretty fun and i don't need all those bells and whistles you know but again um that's pretty steep so i'm not i'm not a collector or anything like that uh, i'm these. curious as to like what the profit margin is on just selling one like if i if if i'm <laughs> if i'm this company and i sell one for eight thousand dollars is that a seven thousand dollar profit per machine 
Yeah, I have no idea. It's an interesting question. But you also have to, have you seen these like documentaries on Netflix where they talk about like, you know, the old Atari arcade games and like, it's crazy. They shipped them all from China on, on freighters and like they shipped assembled, ready to go. And to me, like that's gotta be a very expensive item mm. to have assembled and shipped as well. Right. Cause I'm assuming yeah. they're not assembling these things here in the no States. Idea. Like there's just, there's no way. No, I have no idea. Um, well, here we have a nice family enjoying, uh, enjoying this game so very cool i like I, I dig the art art style and actually that does look is there quills on that there looks like there might be quills on the side of this and but i like it it's got like a blue raptor but it's different than blue up here it's pretty fun it's pretty fun anyway i think this would be a cool set i just wanted to kind of show it off real quick i don't know i, I like playing pinball um but i I, like uh, I don't really get a chance to play all that often but um but it, it's always fun I think if I was in a situation where I had a basement, I 100% would get one. But here's the thing. For that kind of money, I'm investing that money into an original. And I don't even care if, like, mm -hmm. best game ever made versus a very bad Data East one. Like, I'm looking at Data East as the DE. Oh, um, okay. For me, it's more about the nostalgia of it. Sure, like, sure. You know, the if I got to spend $8,000 on a new one, that's considered one of the best versus the original that's considered not a great game at all. I feel like I still want to put that money into my childhood. Into the not great you know? one. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see um, that, you know, but I guess if you, if you're into more of the gaming, then probably go with these because, you know, if you're talking about a minimalized version of the best game that's ever, you know, made pinball wise. Yeah. I still think this one's probably pretty great then, you know, maybe it doesn't have all the things, but it, it does look like it's probably some of the same gameplay and stuff like that. So that's yeah, very that's cool awesome. to hear. That's cool that you had some insight into that, that like, like I said, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it seems cool. It looks very fun and I dig the art style, but like without having your hands on the thing to tell how it plays, it's like, it's kind of impossible, but that's yeah, good that totally you had that insight that I there. Had, I had a conversation <laughs> about this earlier this week, so kind of great. So. Nice. Well, let's move on here to our next topic, which is going to be Camp Cretaceous. So I want to go over to, to DreamWorks. I, I totally didn't watch this because I was like, oh, I'll watch this on the show. And you're telling me there's nothing to watch. Well, here's the thing. No, there's something to watch, but like I, I tried to minimalize it because like it's not much. It's not much. You're like, I didn't watch the, the trailer. I'm like, well, it's, first off, it's a it's a motion poster that's what they've said uh you know that's what our emails they sent us emails and it says it's a motion poster so um it, their their tweet here says uh this is from dreamworks at drmwrx very confusing can never search for it uh it says 48 days equals 1152 hours equals 69,120 minutes we can totally wait that long right so I'm sure it's shorter than that now because <laughs> because it's uh, this was when this was posted October 15th with the hashtag Jurassic World hashtag Camp Cretaceous and it's a 14 second little clip here. So if you want to, you didn't get a chance let's to do watch. Let's do it. Let's do it. I haven't seen let's, or heard it. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a look real quick. It is. 
time. December 3rd, a new island awaits. So, there's a lot here. What, do you, what What's your first impressions? Let's let's talk about first impressions. What are you expecting, based off that that teaser? <clears throat> really nervous about a new island. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting way to to word it. I mean, if if you're going, let's say, you know, because we've all kind of thought that we're going towards Sorna. It seems like a logical next step, right? Is that uh yeah, do you, I'm, do you I'm typing I have to type you I have to type something to you. You gotta type me something. <laughs> well, let me let me still pose this question while you're typing. But when you're saying a new island, do you do you say that for Sorna or do you do I'm you afraid save it's not a, Sorna. Yeah, do you save a new island for for something else? Um I'm afraid I don't know. I'm afraid that this is not Sorna. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So I would say based off of the based off the visual style that we're seeing here, you know, it's a very dark and ominous foggy island. It looks like yeah, it looks like nighttime as you're as the camera is kind of pushing in. Um <laughs> let me answer this. Uh no. I'm just gonna say okay. I wrote it and and said it out loud. Um, Great, no, because the the last time we did something like this, it was all right. Um, well, yeah, I'll, I'll say it here. I have not seen I have not seen the show. Okay, uh, I have okay. not seen anything yet. Um, I will say that it, you know, typically we do get it like about a month early or so, a few weeks to a month early. So you know, so it could you be around the corner. Might be seeing this in a <clears throat> week or two. It, yeah, potentially if they if they still you Pretend. know continue yeah. to send it out but um but uh when that time comes i definitely stay away from speculation and stuff like that sure. and let everybody else talk but but now i because I, I don't know so i have no clue but i'm looking at this island and it's it, it is that visual represent representation of sorna to me like it is it's dark it's ominous and sorna when i think about sorna i'm thinking about that push in on the island of you know that kind of reminds me of like the lost world of how like that movie starts and how it's foggy and, and just dark and ominous, everything about it. So it's interesting though. Like you think it's, you know, and it obviously says a new Island no. awaits. Do you think you really think we're going somewhere completely new? No. Well, all right. So I have issues with this concept of the five deaths, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> A lot of I'm of the mindset that there are only two islands with dinosaurs on them. There's Nublar and Sorna. Mm -hmm. Everyone went nuts. Well, the book brought up this idea of the five deaths, right? And then everyone went nuts in the movie when they're like, oh, the five deaths, those who come near these islands, uh, no one ever returns, right? But the way I saw sure. that is that <laughs> You go near the island chain and you don't come back. Yeah. Which to me says like the people you have to get close to Sorna. If you're going to go to this island chain, you have to get kind of get close to Sorna and you don't return just because you go close to an island chain of five. Doesn't mean that all five have dinosaurs on them. It just means yeah. that you don't return when you go near these chains. So to me, it's like, 
when you get into like Jurassic World Evolution and they're like, oh, there's dinosaurs on all of them. It's like, mm, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, like, we don't that have is... to make that a thing. So I'm worried that this is now like introducing a third island into the quote canon. And I don't need a third island. Like, I was already in, you know, we talk about the uh, sanctuary as a third mm. island opportunity. And it's like, sure. <sighs> You know, yeah. is it real? Is it not? It ends yeah. up not mattering. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. Is it real? Yeah, we still don't really it, know. It, like, it if it really actually matter because they yeah. never were going to go there anyway. Um, Which you know, speaking remember, of, I don't actually. No, I can't. I can't say what I was going to say. Um, I feel like I recently saw the third island in something. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, but yeah. You so you think? Did you, have you seen? Have you seen things as a preview or something? No, no, no. I'm talking about a completely different, like, pro- property. Like, not Jurassic-related at all. I'm just saying, like, that oh. visual style of that island. I was like, I feel like I saw that recently in something that I watched. Um, but, uh, anyway, back to the five deaths. I, I, I want to talk about that real quick, because you brought up an interesting point, which I never really, never really thought of any further than what that guy says, right? He says, like, that, you know... No, whatever he says, I don't know. Nobody goes near him or whatever, and you know they don't come back or I, I, whatever. However you put it, like I never, I, I, I never like necessarily thought in the '90s was like, oh, there's five more islands. That means there can be four more movies after. It's like no, like that. No, just yeah. There's an island in a chain of five that when you go near the chain, you don't come back because there's this one island that's freaking psychopath dinosaur island. That's you know? kind of so. That's I, I'm sorry. The way that, your that, thought, I that's you. anyway. That's what I'm thinking. Like that's what I've always thought is like. There might be this chain of five, but I never, I never thought that there were dinosaurs anywhere else. Uh, kind of like the game uh, Jurassic World Evolution kind of shows, which of course evolution is not a canonical no and, thing right. at all. It's just, it's just showing you like all these different islands for fun, I guess. I, I really don't know why they did that, to be honest. But like, if that was a thing and there were <laughs> were different dinosaurs on different islands, that's that's actually a fun idea. I just never thought of it that way when I was a kid thinking about the Lost World. I always just assumed, like, it was this island that, you know, if anybody ever came near, they would never go near that portion of the water because, like, I don't want to get near any of those things because once you go near one of them, you don't know what's near any of them, you know? Right. So That's how I always took it both mm-hmm. from the book and from the movie when I was 11 or so, 10, maybe 11, 12. But like, I feel like a majority of the fandom took that. At, Cause you know, we're always talking this podcast about like, you have to take the simplest explanation and that's what you kind of have to run with. Right. You can't, yeah, yeah. you can't just extrapolate endless amounts of information from a sentence. And we can't. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't say there's to. five dinosaurs with island or five islands with dinosaurs. He just says you go near this chain, you don't come back. We call them the five deaths. Like to me, the simplest explanation was that there was just one island of this chain that had dinosaurs on it. But I feel like a lot of like kids in the '90s took that as meaning like, oh, Hammond had like this whole chain on lock for creating dinosaurs and there's been no evidence towards that whatsoever in the official canon um i feel like that would be even be a ridiculous amount of money to invest uh in something in something like that and 
we've talked on here about how I feel like the official canon uh, verse, like what is shown, I I I disagree with the official canon in the sense that I don't think it makes logical sense as far as like the return, the exchange of, of money and goods versus like what you're creating. Right. So like mm-hmm. this idea that Hammond had six islands in total, like doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like so much of the fandoms, like I want to see what's on this third or fourth Island. And I'm like trees, dirt. <laughs> trees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I actually brought up the movie cause I wanted to just double check. Um, let me see. I think I can pipe it in here to the audio, but I don't know if that'll if this work has to for be YouTube Sorna. or not. It has to be Sorna this, um, this season four. It has to be, but um, how can I get this on here? Okay, here, return this block. So he said he's heard about he's heard too many stories about this island chain. Let's see if I can bring this up. And he wants to drop us off and go anchor somewhere offshore. What kind of stories? You can hear it, right? Came too close. So he says, yeah, came too close to the island and never returned. Not well, but keep all, going. Not, keep going. Not all, I, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Not all. He has the radio. He has the satellite phone. Speaking Spanish. So like, it's weird because like the subtitles are there for english but i i don't know what he's saying <laughs> so, but he's translating so the calling he'll be here in two hours but he will not stay here not gonna stay he won't stay anywhere near these islands they call the islands single what, what, what does that mean what does that mean five deaths he says and that's it <laughs> right so, so not too much information there. It's just like, you know, he's not going to go up river. Uh, he is, he, he doesn't know which Island it, in, in this man's mind, it can be one Island. It can be all five. He doesn't know. He's not docking at the Island because he doesn't know which islands are bad. Right. He won't stay so anywhere like, near these islands. Yeah, he's he won't stay anywhere know. near these islands, and it's because he's un he's unaware of which ones or one it is. But I feel like as kids, there were so many kids clamoring for this idea that there was going to be all these islands with different species and different adventures, and it's like yeah, that doesn't need I, to be. It's it's actually scarier to know that there's one out of five, and you don't know which one it is. Like I'm that's serious. a scary thought, you know. I have the um, which I I, I, I should have showed this off before in in our hall segment, but uh, I was recently sent this, so thank you so much to the Folio Society. But I do have uh, where is it this this new edition of the Lost World here. Um, oh, that's cool. So I, I I don't know if there's any artwork in here, but I do have like um, I do have like a nice poster over here, which is you know it's a fan made poster, and I feel like a lot of imagery i don't know maybe it was in the original book or one of the books or something but it always shows those five islands like very close and i feel like that's the way that they're presented kind of in uh in the video game as well right it's like they all kind of are in in line with one another just like down like a a little shape there do do you do you think that they're like we know how far like Sorna and Nublar are apart. It's like 87 miles or something. Um, but I don't know how far those other islands are. So when I think when this guy is like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop you off over there, 
I always feel like you can kind of like see everything almost in a way or everything's fairly close. Um, I mean, if you want to jump, if you want to, if you want to jump to like hindsight being 2020, right. And you take into context Jurassic Park three, there are obviously things living in the water or close to the shore, right? Because you have that intro in Jurassic Park three that, uh, basically says just being in the water is not even safe you know yeah um but you know if hammond was and again this is all speculation i have no actual i'm not using any kind of like logical uh i'm not using any kind of official canon to really argue this but (laughs) let's say hammond was messing around with aquatic dinosaurs I do like this though. This is nice rendition. Ooh, new. a colored version of that of that Crichton map. Yeah, that's cool. It's a, it's a new that's cool. new version, so that's pretty cool. You keep talking. I can hear you. Um, I just if Hammond was messing around with aquatic dinosaurs, I just feel like he wasn't doing it on the shore. I feel like they were, you know, using lagoons and uh, or lakes or something, or rivers. Like, uh, it, it just doesn't. I mean. In the books, you know, he's and in in the movies too, you know, there he's not I don't want to say the word incompetent, but it's like he's not doing anything that would like make you think that they could get off the island. And I feel like if he was housing aquatic dinosaurs off the shore in a pen, he's like asking for that thing to escape, right? Like he's asking for problems to happen. I just opened my Lost World book. And I found this hilarious bookmarker that I made. <laughs> when you were 10? That's great, uh, yeah, yeah, it says Jurassic Park. It's got a pteranodon on there and like sort of a logo and then like a green T-Rex. Like, that's hilarious. That's awesome, man. Oh, man, that's um, funny. That's too funny. It was on page back, 330. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember I making this, but like that. that's amazing that that's just sitting in, you know, my original yeah. copy of yeah, The Lost yeah. World. I love finding stuff like I was, that. I was trying to look because um, none of these none of these copies have any kind of uh, pictures like like this one just has the same kind of thing there. That's they, they all have that. So that's the, yeah. There's no the no indication from... of the other islands. I was trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, I don't know officially like where any kind of representation of the other islands would have come from. The Lost World, I, the movie. No, but I'm. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Duh. <laughs> in the in the trailer, you can see yeah, all yeah, five it, of those islands. Uh, yeah, that's true. Now let me go back in there in the, in the movie. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't need I don't need for them I don't need for there to be six dinosaur islands uh with different species because like, to me it's like even outside of the fact that it was just written in the Lost World movie didn't need to take place yeah, on a second. There was okay. no reason for the Lost World movie to take place on a second island. They could have put it on Nublar. Um, I mean, and we learned this from Jurassic World, right? Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom both take place on the same island. They're basically the same movies. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think there are really cool concepts that get introduced in the Lost World that are never really explored further. And so, therefore, it was kind of like useless to even bring in Sorna yeah. into the movie franchise. Um, they could have just left it in Nublar, and I think people would have been just 
is good, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I uh, I'm looking at the map yet, yeah, and it is, it's the same, like visual representation that I have like on this map here as it is in the film. Um, I'm trying to, I don't know what the scale is of this. I mean, there's like the, there's like lines for like 20, 30, 40, 50. I'm assuming, I don't know if those are miles. No. Or what? No, that can't be like. That's um, huge. Hu what do you mean huge? 50 miles for these islands. That's way too big. Across. So no, this would be like, they start at look the 20 mark and it goes to about. 57 or something like that you think these miles are 30 you think these I islands are 30 miles i have no idea down? i have no idea but that's just what it's showing on i and i can't put it on the video it won't let me stream it through but uh but you know they are very close in this trailer shot here from the lost world and that's like that's the visual representation that we were just talking about um and oh yeah so it's funny. I don't see, you don't see like Nublar anywhere on no, this map, well, which is which is funny because Kelly's I, like staring at a map and it looks like Costa Rica, I'm assuming, and and then just open ocean until the five deaths. Yeah. So Sorna would be farther than Nublar here. I. I, up until a couple of years ago, because of the friends I've made through the podcast, I just I never really looked too closely at that map. Mm -hmm. I always yeah. just assumed that Nublar was part of the five. Because <laughs> once again, logistically, yeah. that makes sense that you keep your factory close to your showroom. Like, why wouldn't Nublar be one of these five, right? Yeah. But it's not. That's canon. It's not. It's not ever pictured there it there's no representation in any games or anything that nublar is part of the five so there's six islands that are involved in this whole thing mm -hmm. but i i truly only think there's a two and i think that's the logical way to to look at it um you know so yeah i mean I, I you know, know for, yeah i mean two with dinosaurs there's definitely six canonically speaking but like yeah only two that's how yeah i've only ever assumed there's two with dinosaurs so anyway back to this trailer because i don't i was gonna mention something else that you had said but i completely got sidetracked um but uh oh i i i removed it from the uh the video here but the the, the island to me does look very much like sorna i think it i think it has that sorna vibe right like it just sure. looks dark and ominous, and I feel like when you're showing something dark and ominous, it's sorna. Makes sense to me, um, but it does say a new island, so you don't know. It could be something else. Maybe I mean, maybe, new to the maybe kids, it is sanctuary. Sure. Yeah, yeah, new to the kids, and I, yeah, I think honestly, like when you're talking about a new island, it's new to this audience completely, right? Like to 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 the people who are watching this show or find who the kids who found it on netflix that are watching it with their families who are not necessarily big jurassic fans it is a new island it is it's brand new like we don't know anything about it and they probably you know people yeah. may, maybe people don't even know that the lost world and jurassic park 3 took place on a different island you know that's possible it's possible um so a new island awaits these kids which you know sorna would be a new island to them and and uh i just think 
it has that style. So interesting things to point out again. Um, there is a glitch in here. I don't know if you caught that. But interesting that this honeycomb pattern pops up. And you do see what looks to be a desert. You see that? Yeah. So there's a desert in there. You see cactus. It looks like cacti. You see some dusty-looking mountain range, uh, you know, the red sands on the ground there and a, and a bunch of plants and stuff and cacti. So I know I've seen a lot of people point out that, like, is this some sort of Godzilla versus Kong thing? Did you, you get a chance to see that? That movie? The movie? Yeah. 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 You know where, you know how, like, Godzilla, I'm sorry, Kong is kept somewhere? Yeah. That it might not be what it is, what it seems. People are, are leaning towards, like, hey, there's a digital thing popping out here is there is there a chance that like one of these places isn't real or one of these environments is faked or something like that it's i mean oh. I, it's possible but i feel like it's just like some cool looking pattern that just showcases we're not just going to an island we're, we're probably going somewhere else and i don't think that this desert is a new island i just think that's a completely different place altogether where do you think that is? I mean, so over the years, especially with the Lost World and Jurassic Park 3 looking so different, but taking place on the same island, mm -hmm. this idea that the island is, that Sorna is so big that it has multiple different biomes. And I mean, that's not unheard of, like, like when I went to Hawaii, they talked about how like the islands of Hawaii are so they just have they have like multiple biomes on each individual island. Like mm -hmm. you can be on a, a you can be basically in rocky mountains or like rocky landscapes and then like walk into a lush jungle, right? And it's because of the way the volcanic activity you know over the years has formed all of those different island chains or has formed that island chain that each island itself is, is totally different, but within each island, there's multiple biomes. And with the lost world, like the, you're in the jungle, you're in grasses, you're in, they're not, it's not desert. What is, what would you call that? Like in the lost world where they're driving their trucks through like the game the, trail the area. It's just, it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like a, it's not like a, dusty area it's not desert it's like wooded. at all it's, it's just jungle, yeah it's, it's just it's just like a field it's nothing like i know a lot of people have been pointing like oh like maybe it's that part but it when you compare them like actually bring up the the shots from the film it looks nothing like a desert no it's not like desert that, there's no so. cactus either yeah yeah but um, um i mean i don't know that's interesting uh kind of threw me a little bit as well but again i just I mean, what are you thinking? Are you thinking okay. this is like along the lines of like the chili facility? <laughs> That's what I was just going to bring up, man. So uh, we have. Wait, wait, I, hold on. I, mean, I got to bring up a world map. I'm. <laughs> I 
an idiot. <laughs> you gotta find out where, where is South America. Where does everything line up? Where is Costa yeah, I just Rica? Want to see the relationship. Is, like, yeah, yeah, that's, believe, that's a fair point. I feel like in my head, I believe that the kids could like float adrift eighty-seven miles to Sorna. I just don't know if I believe they could float all the way to Chile. Um, no, I mean. I, I don't think if you're if you're talking about the kids going to Chile, which let's give a little backstory, and I, I'm sure everybody's already aware. But um, so the lost, I'm um, sorry, the the lost world, Jurassic World live tour, okay, introduced in the Atacama Desert in Chile, uh, a facility like an engine facility that housed raptors. There were raptors there, um, so. We do have a picture here, which I, uh, I I can you guys can see in the video that we have uh, on YouTube, but um, it is on our website as well. I did I did write up an article when this trailer teaser thing popped up, um, and the Atacama Desert, which you know if you Google any pictures of the Atacama Desert, like I put a picture in the article that is like the same place that you see in that in that little you know snapshot window frame from the teaser got the oh. cacti it's got the mountains in it, it it it's the same i mean it looks the same to me it's yeah, the atacama it desert and the atacama desert is that place from jurassic world live tour where they had a few raptors escape uh, raptors actually got out and and that's pretty cool um i i don't know if there's going to be any ties to the live tour i've i've been begging for it forever since before the show since before camp cretaceous even debuted which you know seems like a lifetime ago but it was literally like just over a year ago <laughs> so um i you know i've been hoping and you know the the atacama desert sequence in the live tour was beautiful it was stunning like the backdrop i don't know if you remember but it was like such a beautiful sky and it was like a nighttime scene and stuff like that so we never really got to see obviously what the physical surroundings were too too much but um mm -hmm. but maybe there's a chance we get that here i don't know i mean i think i think if anything if we're gonna go to this desert and if there is an engine facility in the atacama desert in chile we're probably following dr Wu. i would assume i don't know why i've not, maybe he has to make a pit stop for some reason but I, I don't imagine that the kids are going to get out there because there's no reason for the kids to get out there unless, like, they're just kidnapped and abducted by, like, either, you know, InGen or, you know, Manicore or Biosyn or whoever. Like, it just sounds a little far-fetched off the top of my head, but, like, I'm sure maybe there's a way to do it. But um, I, I would I would rather see, like, a second story. You also see what's happening with Dr. Wu because we followed him you know those latter two uh episodes from season three so could be interesting to see where they took off and went to next um before their pit stop at um at uh lockwood you know before he officially uh you know made a residency there i guess could be interesting to see i mean there's no way that the chili facility exists without Wu's involvement right um because it's an engine facility uh, at that point he is part of engine um i don't think there's any way that the kids float down to chile mm -hmm. and just happen to, like 
I'm looking. Chile is that is the country that runs the entire western seaboard of South America. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that they float adrift <laughs> and then just happen to wind up at the dinosaur facility in Chile. Um, yeah, that would be think, way too much of a coincidence. Oh my gosh, again it happened. Yeah, I think that the live tour has been out long enough that if they wanted to do some kind of uh, facility. I think the live tour has been out long enough. Uh, it did have public runs. I, so the chili thing is obviously uh, part of that. It's it's part of Jurassic lore, right? Yeah. Um, for a long enough time that I think that the production company could be like, yeah, let's use that chili facility uh, rather than make up our own, right? Let's use, let's use that. And if there's some kind of story to be told, that it just makes sense to to reuse that man i would love to get i would love to get some characters from live tour uh put in this thing and to my second point <laughs> this is the time to do it with with live tour hopefully ramping up again in the future i feel like mm-hmm. now is the time to really hammer home some of these ideas that like make live tour a little bit more palatable um I say more palatable, like we didn't like it. We came off of that live tour experience. Uh, I listened, actually listened to our review again the other day. I was I was sharing with uh, my very old great aunts uh, the radio show that I do uh, with them once a month, and uh, <laughs> so I was listening to that review. And man, we were like high coming off that thing. Um, we were really really high on it, and it's yeah. great. I think that with Trevorrow being sketchy about if live tour is uh canon with camp cretaceous uh being difficult and problematic towards canon i think it's actually kind of cool if the two exist together as like they coincide like i think that is a cool idea the two don't have to necessarily be canon with the movies but they can be canon together within themselves um (laughs) Or I should even say canon. Like let's get, let's just let's let's purge that word from this conversation, really. But just the idea that the two connect, being both geared towards kids, right? Being geared towards seven and eight year olds. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I think I don't, that's cool. I, I know. I know the the show takes some outlandish routes sometimes, but you know, there's no reason to ever distance itself too much but like you know if you want to be uh the soft canon crew you can you know you can consider everything else soft canon i, mean, I guess but um but where, i think where i'm I, at with canon anymore is like i just don't it doesn't bother what it doesn't matter anymore because universal yeah. doesn't care the official canon that's out there i like some of it i dislike a good chunk of it it's like whatever and it doesn't matter i'm just gonna have my own head cannon and just I, i'm finally coming over to the side of my head cannon is what matters to me the most exactly like um, it doesn't the version, none of, the version of the story i like is the version i want it's so far astray at this point that like it is what it is you know and and i think right. like in my mind you know the live tour happened and it's real there's there's nothing that really distanced itself you know from from anything really all that much and i think 
this could be a nice way to tie in. And I'm, I'm not saying like uh, like they did with Fallen Kingdom, like they actually show the events from the beginning of that film in season three. I'm not talking about anything like that. I, I think that could be cool if they did show the sequence that happens here, you know, in the live tour. But uh, I'm not expecting to see Dr. Kate Walker. Uh, Kurt Reed could be an interesting one because he was like the in-gen guy. He was kind of like yeah. along the lines of like, you know, the Hoskins and whoever that other guy was that was with Hoskins in in Jurassic yeah. World. Like he was those guys. Like he was one of those guys that, that you know, I you definitely could see in this show. Maybe he's, he's at this facility. Uh, I don't know what point in time we are. Are we still talking about raptors getting free or not? Um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But it is interesting, though, that the 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 teaser did showcase that four note raptor motif from you know from jurassic park something that has kind of lingered on throughout the series and stuff like that it's that that boom 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 you know those those oh sure sure um so that was that was in that that teaser there so is that them just saying like well that's a cool theme to use or does it mean more you know is it is it teasing these these wild raptors in Chile, or is it teasing like Isla Sorna raptors? Like I don't know. It could be could be you know teasing them, or it just could be a cool song that they used. You know, maybe. I mean, again, I was saying earlier the the concept of hindsight being twenty twenty. Like, if I was in charge of Jurassic World, I I think I would have taken a much different approach to how we expand dinosaurs around the world in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. um, maybe this is just another way to introduce this concept. Maybe the InGen facility in Chile is basically debunked now, and now there are animals in Chile. And we only saw raptors because that's what they showed us, right? Mm -hmm. Classic Trevorrow. Uh, or was it Trevorrow who said that, or was it Bayona? But it's they, like, yeah, you, you only saw, we only showed you guys. what we showed you yeah um you know we we were only showing raptors we don't know what else could have been uh in that facility um so maybe maybe that's how animals quickly spread to south america now we may have talked about this if looking back at where they wanted to go with the series i would not have had jurassic world ben be an island uh to begin with i would have had jurassic world be multiple theme parks all around the world mm -hmm. that were not locked to islands. Um, and I would have had the, I would have done the Nedry thing again, but I would have done like the hacking on a global scale where the bad guy shuts down all the parks by the end. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get animals into, yeah. Uh, yeah. Into the ecosystem much faster than having to spread from a house in California, <laughs> you know? So that would have been really, idea, really cool. That would have been awesome I mean, to see. But again, 2020, right? Like, okay, well, we can't do that now. It's it's too late. Um, yeah, but like, but, but from the start, that's a cool idea. Like that could have easily been thought of. Yeah, you know, it's like, like all the all the parks were named could have been named Jurassic Park, and you know, there's Disney World and there's Disneyland and all that stuff. Yeah, like, and it's kind of basing it off of like John Hammond's original dream. You know, is to have this worldwide. Right. You know brand that you know is all over the world and that that could have been something really cool but i, I don't really think cool i don't think there's parks here i just think that like yeah we're just 
it's just like again, it's like we've got six islands and then some random territory out in Chile for some reason. I guess you know it's you it's down there, so it's close. I mean, I guess. how many glitches do they show us? Are they the same? Are they the same location? Does it look like it's this it's just a one? Location? It's just a one glitch, and it just shows that one desert spot. Um, See, I'm really hoping for, and this is kind of what I hope Dominion maybe addresses uh, we need a reason for dinosaurs to be spreading fast mm-hmm. um yeah and i just the reasons we've had i don't feel are good enough to justify a spread of of these animals to take over the world again um so maybe season four does some heavy lifting to get us there you know what i'm saying yeah like it's 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 kind of like if this mo- ne- next movie is going to be something of a, a globe trotting film, it's kind of like showcasing like, hey, there's more out there that could be interesting. But how you know? much exposition do they have to go through in that movie? Because again, let's mm-hmm. just take the movies themselves, right? Let's yeah. let's not talk about Camp Cretaceous being a part of that narrative. They're not going to rely you... on Camp Cretaceous to do the work right. for the films, right. you know? Right. So how much exposition and believable exposition do you have to give in Dominion to make a moviegoer believe that there have been dinosaurs in facilities around the globe for 25 years in secret? Like, I just don't buy that, you know? I mean, you know, all it takes is one conversation between two people, you know, like this... Just basically like mm. what happened between between uh, Mills and Claire. It's just like, you know, forget about all this stuff, you know. I guess. Whatever. Like, like, it just takes like a quick conversation to say like, and what happened between John Hammond and uh, Ian Malcolm? It took a few minutes to establish a brand new island in the film. You but know? then you still have Mills. You still have Mills going to all this extreme to get dinosaurs off of Nublar when one, the biggest plot hole and the whole thing is that they can just recreate dinosaurs for mills like Mm -hmm. mills doesn't need to kidnap dinosaurs off somewhere they can or save them even you can save them by remaking them right because we have all the dna that we need um it just doesn't make any sense like mills being obsessed with nublar and then there's still like vacant facilities or uh low security facilities around the globe that he could just buy like, oh, engine's in trouble. I'll buy this facility to get my dinosaurs to sell to. Because uh, that's the other thing, too. The movie Dominion Art, I'm sorry, Fallen Kingdom, I felt like kind of did a bad idea, bad job of explaining the fact that Mills has nothing to do with InGen. Um, he has nothing to do with any of it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the weird connection there is Wu that makes you feel like he's a part of it. And this idea that he's doing it out of a building that's associated with Jurassic of old, but he has nothing to do with InGen. He has nothing to do with Jurassic park. He like, he has nothing to do with any of it. And I feel like he just, he just has, he just has connections, which even camp Cretaceous has been establishing, you know, that mills is, is this thread from kind of the beginning. It seems like, um, you know, okay. kind of tying all the these Manticore. things together. Manticore, but, right? Yeah. Manticore is spying on Nublar. If there's facilities around the world with dinosaurs, why is Nublar such a thing? You know? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe this desert facility is is a thing because it's covert. I don't know. Maybe nobody knows about it. You know, you, that's a thing. You it's really, like, really, really have to sell me on why, yeah. and you have to do a really good job of it on like a really good reason as to why there's all, been all these facilities around the world. But I will say this: is it one of the is it one of the old scripts? Has the human character like diving off a plane with a raptor? and a parachute or something like that and i don't remember maybe <laughs> okay somewhere <laughs> that along the line, i was i was drawn to this idea of the raptor and the guy which was inevitably going to be owen we're going to be like it, maybe the diving off a plane script. yeah with a parachute and the raptor was like in a cage but like here's the thing that sounds ridiculous without the context of jurassic world after jurassic world i kind of buy that you know, and I feel like I've seen that in like Lego form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I can totally buy blue in a cage with a parachute on it. Owen parachuting down. Yeah. And then when they land, why not? Owen breaks the lock and blue goes and eats bad guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I, 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 I I hope it's I hope it's this facility though. I hope uh, I hope there's some tie there, and it, you know it, it doesn't have anything to do with the kids. I feel like it's just like a Doctor Wu thing. Like just go show him yeah. starting to do something, and and just it doesn't. You don't really need to even focus on what's happening with him and and that facility, but basically just showing you that like, hey, the world's bigger than you thought. Um, there's more going on, but. Yeah, there needs to be something that explains like why things exist or why maybe things are elsewhere and in the world or you know other companies maybe have facilities elsewhere in the world or maybe Ingen has other facilities in like Siberia or Chile or wherever. Uh, I just need I mean, to know facilities. You know. Facilities have been a thing in Jurassic lore since the beginning. Um, the original comic book had the facility in some jungle. Uh, where they were training raptors, a lot of imagery from Jurassic World is taken from that comic book. Um, there was a facility in the newer Jurassic Park comics. Was Wu making dinosaurs in Montana in a no facility? <laughs> there, it's really bad. I couldn't, I couldn't get through the first issue. Um, but regardless, facilities on the mainland have been a thing for 25, 30 years at this stage. Like. To, to not have explored them in movie form yet, or like I should say cinematic form, is mind-boggling to me. Why they and, haven't gone to that well. Yeah. Quite and, and I could, think Dominion is going there. You know, they, 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 they are teasing connections between, you know, the show and, uh, and the film. So maybe, maybe it's this facility. Maybe this, you know, which, which could be really cool. And, and, Maybe the reason, maybe there's, we'll finally see a reason why the live tour is deemed, you know, soft canon. It's like, well, there's things from it in the real canon, mm -hmm. but this is where it deviates. It's like, you know, this event never happened at the Chile facility in the films or in the, you know, in the show. So yeah. I don't know. I, I it could be it could be a pretty eye-opening season and something that really pays off in Dominion. I think there's a chance, you know, if this is a globe-charting film, maybe they do go to this facility. But 
I don't know. As far as going to Sorna, I find it really odd that there was a Camp Cretaceous Spinosaurus toy that came mm-hmm. out, and yeah, yet we're had... not going to go to Sorna. Like, we have to be going there, right? We have to be. You got that toy right up there on your shelf, and it's a pretty nice looking one. I, I, I yeah, I've I've always gone back and forth, and always told told people to be cautious about like what you see on a package from Mattel and what's labeled Camp Cretaceous yeah, 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 yeah. and what no, dinosaurs there are. And, and yeah, we don't know. I mean, it's, it's one of the, it's like one thing layered on to many things that were like, okay, this is why we should probably be going to Sorna. Um, and it, it, a lot of it does surround itself, you know, with the merch. So there's always something out there that points to us returning to that Island. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I think we will be going back. And I think like, I think there's a good possibility that this image is, is that of, of Sorna, not, not the middle one, but the, the Island itself, you know, the, uh, yeah. The, the now, new, the new Island. So how ham fisted do you think they go with it? Do you think when they wash up on shore, they wash up on the trailer wreckage from 20 years prior? <laughs> like, um, do you think, do you think there's rusted out trailer things? Like, do you think we go to the the facility where, where in JP three they ran from that raptor? Like, no. I just, I mean, we've had conversations about this island and what is like iconic about it and and all that. And like, I don't think like the only thing that you go to revisit is the aviary. Like, nothing else is worth your time to revisit. I don't think. Oh, I think the I think the engine facility is totally the, the worth worker that. village maybe, but like there's nothing even at the worker village that's like I need to see that again. Like I you know, when you look at Jurassic Park, you're like I need to know what happened to the visitor center. Like I I want to know where that ha- like where the 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 whole complex, the raptor uh you know paddock, the everything on that island you just want to know what what happened to it 30 years later but like now it's like i don't i don't know it's just a small facility especially like the lost world that's why you have to go there but but the lost world and jp3 were already destroyed like everything already was messy if you go there now it's just gonna look the same or just more overgrown you know it's not there's no there's no transition like i liked seeing pristine go bad you know, like you did with Jurassic yeah, Park to is, is like, whatever other films. You have to have a touchstone to humanity, and the worker village and that facility are really it. Because mm-hmm. again, Sorna was basically a giant paddock. It was it was the inverse of Nublar. So yeah. that's the only area where humans existed was the worker village and like yeah. uh like everything else was just like was open area for those dinosaurs you know i'm sure there was some dividing fences to keep species from killing each other yeah right yeah i mean we do see some of those um right we see that in the movies but 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 as far as like going to if, if this show would, was to ever go to the worker village on sorna this this would be it they would be like oh this looks like it was some kind of worker village and that's 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 like how you know like because there's nothing fine. there's nothing iconic about it like there's like a building with pipes you know, and you're not going to go I, into that building and like look up and be like, whoa, like maybe Kenji's like, well, you could do some good gymnastics up there. Like nobody's like, there's nothing like, that, like referential about this island, really. The mural, I guess, is like the is is cool. But like the building itself is not iconic to me. On, 
you could expand on how large that worker village was, right? Like I agree. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you it, can make it a true it, like facility, like you something. could make it a true village as opposed to like the portion that we saw in the movies being mm-hmm. sets, right? Because yeah, 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 in CG you're you're limited by nothing. So, um, well, I in this like sh- in this show, it'll out. just be like a high rise building, one one skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, who knows? Who knows? I I would love to see an extent. Uh, I would love to see a little bit more. And I'm not saying they gotta like live there i'm not saying like i mean how often do they go to the visitor center in camp Cretaceous? a couple episodes yeah you know um yeah i don't know yeah i hope it's sort of i want i want the multiple tyrannosaurs back i know that technically the the spinosaurus killed the bull uh t-rex but i mean did it yeah no, yeah. no, I don't think so. Yeah, I hate to say it, it totally did. It, def- um, it definitely did not. 100% did not. So there's that. Who it's says this? It's, it's not the bull T-Rex. There's no chance that that is. Uh, yes, it, it it's the same animatronic, right? But it's not the same. The, the T-Rex itself physically does not anything Dude, look like that. I mean, look, from as, the much as, as much as I like to disagree with Jack Ewan's a lot, He's got me sold on that one. It's the same. No. It's the same animatronic. It's the same skin. No. The same scars. Like same color. I don't. No, it doesn't look anything like it. It doesn't look the anything lighting, like well, it. The lighting is totally different, and that's why. Uh, I, I no. Nobody. You just don't want to believe it because it sucks. That's it doesn't. Why. It doesn't. Like physically, it doesn't look anything like that, Rex, at all. Like I know the animatronic is there, but like, that's not it. It's not it. It's not it. Not at all. Sorry. I don't know, man. Look, regardless, I would love to see that retconned to be like the bull and the female are still there. Uh, or even more. Like, I'm done with not a pack of tyrannosaurs, but like a small grouping of them. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, really I, would, want... I would love to see these islands produce more of the bigger ones. Yeah, we, ne- we never... We see that the one want... T-Rex lived on for 30 years, basically, and it's like, that's it. Right. <laughs> You know, I I would love to see the Spinosaurus again. I would love to see new. Bl- I would love to see Sorna flourishing. Yeah, as opposed to what the official canon has it documented as, which is barren. Um, but this is I, this is where the issue lies, right? It's like Fallen Kingdom is like, if this volcano goes uh, and erupts, all dinosaur life is dead as we know it. You know, that's it. They're all gone forever. We we could have saved them but they're they're gone forever. So like they're telling us that there's nothing left to save. If you know anywhere. They're not specifically like it's why they, 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 but they again, don't the biggest plot hole of the whole the whole joke of the whole thing is that you can just recreate them. <laughs> I know. I know. All the DNA got off the island well, and Biosan has obviously got that's some sep- tricks up their sleeve. So so the woo and mill stuff is separate, I think, from the dinosaurs like saving them from extinction. I think like Claire I think, says it. I think de-extinction they, is a thing of the past. We no one cares anymore because it's so commonplace. Yeah. De-extinction, but I think, like whatever. Kids don't I, care. I think them taking those dinosaurs was just a money opportunity. They're like, well, they're there. Let's steal them and then sell them. Sure. Instead of cheap. letting them die. Yeah. So it's not like it's I don't think they're particular particularly saying like 
we can't ever make these again. Um, I, you know, I don't think that's where Wu's mind is or Mill's mind is. I think they're just like, well, let's just salvage what we can and well pay for the next a- step, you know, the funding for the next, uh, you know, the next creation process or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, plot hole aside, hmm. it very much is a, <laughs> uh, from Mill's standpoint, it's very much a money situation, cheaper just to go grab the thing. Yeah. Uh, very similar to the Lost World, right? It was just cheaper to go grab them, you know, from from Sorna. Yeah. Uh, see, but in in the just, Lost World, it's like I I I don't know that I ever like thought that they would just reproduce them. Did you ever get that? Did you ever feel that way? Because I know, like, you know, Sorna, well, they're Wu going to Sorna, a, but because Wu is such a minor character at that point, and because we are led to believe that like Jurassic Park's facilities were destroyed and Sorna's facilities were destroyed. Like we're kind of yeah. led to believe that like any science behind creating dinosaurs is, was left there. Yeah. But in Jurassic world it is very clear. Wu has his dinosaur serums in a freezer and he takes them. Yeah. Um, and it's just the other message on the good guy side was like that life is precious, right? So let's save, you know, just because we can make them doesn't mean that we shouldn't save the ones that are alive, right? They were, they were born and they're living and, uh, we should honor that life cycle. Um, yeah, but, but the message was always about extinction and like them just disappearing, you know? Right. But like, um, yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but, but here we are. I don't know. I, I, uh, I do think that, yeah, I, bringing up dinosaurs on this island, if it is Sorna, if there are dinosaurs here, it is a mess, right? Do you think that they would be cool enough to give us this sense of different packs of raptors, and that's why you have different styles? Like, do you think this show is legit cool and can like have all these different styles of velociraptors coexisting in the show together. I hope and so, like, man. that'd be awesome, right? I hope so. That's what I, that's what really I want. Cool. I, I mean, look, I ask a lot of this show. I, I, I do. I, I ask maybe more yeah, than anybody. We do, we do. I, I want we ask a lot of this show. I, I just, I want them to cover all aspects and inform us on screen uh, as far as what's happening. And, and I want to mm-hmm. see, I want to hear the answer as far as why there are multiple kinds of raptors. What are they doing? Like, where are they living on the island? Why are they like, I, I just want to know everything about all these things. Like, and, and I think this show is a great way to show us. Um, I just don't know. I don't know if we'll get there. I think if, you know, there's probably a good chance that they'll only just show like the JP three ones or something like that. You know, they'll show two variations, but it'll just be the male and the female. Maybe I mean I again I don't know I mean we've seen that Mattel has like no problem using the same model I, I think in a <laughs> in a CG pipeline adding quills to a Raptor is really not all that difficult um, I mean yeah, really yeah, changing yeah. up models is not all that difficult to begin with right like I I see Fortnite does it constantly. They got like hundreds of characters that all interact with the same rig and the same weight maps and the same <laughs> dance moves and, and yeah, animations yeah. and all that stuff. Um, you know, so I don't believe that an animation pipeline couldn't handle 
uh, something very, very similar. So, but it's I'm excited. Possible. December is it said December third? Is that what that December third? So that's a that's a really great a great date. I'm I'm thinking. You know, it's very beginning of the month, which I was so so nervous that all of this coverage would have to happen at the end of the month. Um, I know a lot of people were projecting based off of books and and all these release dates from prior seasons and stuff that it would be coming later in the month, and I was just like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Let's let's have it be a little bit earlier. I was you thinking don't maybe a like show like that, so close to Christmas and the holidays. Yeah. Like you just you just don't. Yeah, yeah. I, there was something that was also announced recently. I forget what it was, but it was it, something that came out on a different network. But I think it was also DreamWorks or something. I think it was a new um, Dragons show, but it is releasing like the twenty third or something like that. So I was like, oh, oh, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. That's not a good sign. But we got the third, which is great. Uh, it's pretty early in the month. It gives you all month to watch this. And and uh, it gives it gives parents and, and kids, you know, time to put them on their list for, for Christmas. I was going to be say, it's going to be perfect. Is, you know, this is what you do. You release the show December 3rd and you sell toys for 20 days. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, and I, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, so that's but a good day for me. That's very that's the yeah yeah yeah. Problem. I know, and and who knows? You keep hearing about um, delays and uh, you know shipping stuff and stock stuff. Uh, not not I'm not specifically to like Mattel or anything, but just like worldwide, it seems like there might be some issues this holiday season. So we'll see. Uh, don't buy too much into that. I just, yeah, I have no idea. We'll see, though. I just don't believe too much of it. So, <laughs> Let's move on to our last topic here for the main portion, which is going to be B.D. Wong and, and some quotes that he's made. So I'm going to bring up uh, an article here from Jurassic Outpost. So Caleb uh, created an article here. Uh, let me bring this up. Uh, there it is. What does this button do? Let's see what this looks like. Oh, look at that. It brought us on the bottom. Interesting. Put us on the side. No, I like that better. That's way better. This one? The side one? Yeah. The side one. I I was like, this is a brand new button. I've never seen this one before. So it's interesting. Uh, But yeah. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) over to this article, which is from October 6th. Um, So I guess they uh, found some quotes from B.D. Wong. And we we kind of like poked fun a little bit at at the quotes themselves just because like, it seems like B.D. Wong kind of says a lot of the same stuff in regards to... His character and and maybe his thoughts on what. So if you don't want to know anything about maybe what even his thoughts are on Dominion, please maybe don't listen to this section. It, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say it's spoilers, but it's spoilers for like the book, I guess. If you want to say that, and and maybe you know potential spoilers. I, I have no idea. You know, it's not. I don't know. I guess. I mean, I feel like he's been saying. He has been this on, for a while, yeah. He has been on like a PR script for five years, <laughs> and he just keeps saying the same thing over and over again. I don't know why anybody bothers asking him about these things. Well, that anymore. yeah, I mean that's the thing. When whenever a film comes out, you're you always wonder why anybody asks this like any certain question because you're like they're not gonna say anything about it sometimes somebody trips up i guess but but... yeah he he maybe tends to but anyway uh so so some of the quotes here says uh 
When asked if he had a different appreciation for Jurassic Park after all this time, he said, I would say I do have a growing appreciation, and there's kind of depth to that appreciation. I started out doing the first movie and didn't take it seriously at all. First of all, I didn't feel like I was taken seriously as a character in the first movie. They didn't explain what happened to that person, and the fact that they didn't explain what happened to that person opened the door for him to return. So their negligence actually became something that was an opportunity for me, and now I've done three more of these with Jurassic World films, the third one. Uh, having just been completed and that kind of ties into what we were just saying before about Camp Cretaceous and kind of tying talking about Dr. Wu and everything it's like we were talking about how Sorna you know we didn't we don't really ever get the expectation that there's going to be more dinosaurs outside of that and this is the reason it's because they they just neglect that character and you don't even oh that's so unfair of him to say it really is it's true though I mean look it's true he was he was nothing in that movie. He was just a, like a nerdy scientist that but he was basically like, um, "Excuse me, yeah, he didn't need he didn't need to be." But everybody else is kind of like satisfied in 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 the storyline. Like you kind of know a lot about like what these characters that they focused on, like where they went and what happened. He's um, he's just all he is is that he's. He's just a facilitator to, you know, he's the Hermione Granger of that movie. He's just there to give you the information. <laughs> yeah, but she's need. like a major part of all of the movies. Okay, but like, but <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the archetypes are. But every character in every story has different jobs, right? And Hermione oh. Granger's job is to explain the magical world to non-magical readers like us, right? Like it's that's what her job is as that character archetype. Yeah. All his job is is to get in there, explain to you what is going on. He's kind of an extension of Mr. DNA, right? But mm-hmm. like you don't see the guy, you don't see the pink shirt driver guy being like, "Well, I'm a little upset. They didn't really explore my character very much." Uh, you know, so hopefully I'll get to well, return. They and, you know, uh, they, he they, yeah, but the pink shirt guy, it's like nobody nobody he never talked. He he was never seemed to be a, a essential part of this story, you know. Doctor Wu, Doctor Henry Wu, they, they he, he's like he matters in this moment in time when they show yeah, him just, in this film, and then it's like nothing else happens. It's I would say it's comparable to 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 um to which I'm blanking on his name at the moment. Uh, Harding, Doctor Harding. It's like you have you have Jerry Harding on this 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 island as well. And it's you never hear what happened to Jerry after that. But and it, I don't I don't think he ever would he have left on a boat. I guess maybe you, I, you I don't, don't know see him getting on press tours and being like, well, I wasn't taken seriously as a character. Or an actor. Well, because like, he's also a producer on the film, so yeah. Well, he's sure. not gonna... <laughs> but like, come on, man! Like, BD, that's so unfair of him to say. He read the script. He read what his job was going to be. He, I'm sure he was well, paid well accordingly to what the scale of his role was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I guess if that's if you're gonna look at the script alone, and I don't know if there was anything outside of that that was not in the film, but like you look at the book. I mean, like he's basing he's probably basing a lot of his thoughts off of the book and and all that. And it's like, well, man, this guy is a much bigger role, and 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 it matters like what happens to him in this in this novel. But sure, but you was know, he and he's a major major part of the novel and and the the 
you know, the, the the rise of these dinosaurs. Like, he's the reason. He's the reason for all of it. And, like, in this movie, they, they like, make him seem like he's something that matters and then just is like, bye, that's it. That, we're never, we're never, never going to see you ever again. Uh, but it's not the first I mean, time we heard of we've heard you know him say these things. So I, just think, I think it's, it's I think it's valid. Like, I think it's pretty valid. I I just highly doubt he was. I just highly doubt that he was offered a role and a pay scale that reflected differently of what he did. Right. Um, well, I think he. In, I think a, I don't think that matters. I think what what matters is is he's like they didn't care about my character enough to show like, you know, what happened, you know? And I think that's fair. I think that's fair to like, say like everybody else kind of is shown what happened. And, and I, my character is just, just like, I think it's forgotten. unfair to say they didn't care. I think the more accurate and more fair statement is the character was written differently as to where he wasn't a main character. Whereas in the book, he's a main character. So it's, sure. it's fun to come back and explore. It just, the way he says it just sounds so like, Dr. Will. Holier than thou. Like, and you're talking about holier than thou, Steven Spielberg. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't, I just don't feel the way he's saying it just makes it feel like I should feel bad for him. And I don't feel bad for him. Like, <laughs> well, you know. it, it is a thing. Like, you know, he, he was brought up to be a major person and then uh n never heard of again until 2015 i mean that's 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 really interesting you know that it was never talked about ever again and like somebody yeah. who who was the main guy behind all of this and and you know that history you know the history's there it's not like it's think, not like nobody ever remembered what that history was i think too like the, this the world has changed just like so much more than it was 25 years ago right like you have um you have a lot of different awareness uh whether it be campaigns or just uh more diversity in casting anyway mm -hmm. um i'm not gonna say like he should feel like lucky but i think it was kind of cool that they because they could have easily have whitewashed that character in jurassic park they could have changed the name. They could have changed the race, just made it just another white guy. But, like, I think it's been great that, like, throughout the years now with, again, these these movements to make cast more diverse, he fits in in a way that's natural into the series because he has a history in that series, right? Um, and I hope he's a bigger role. I hope he's a much bigger role in Dominion than he's been allowed to do even in the last two movies. Um, oh, I hope so too. I mean, you know, because because he hasn't been given much, you know, even in even in the right. uh, the two two you know plus I guess the next one, but like in in the two that he's that he's released so far, you know, outside of Jurassic Park, it's like fifteen minutes of a movie. You know, it's like, it's really not that much, but the importance is there. Like you do feel that his character really, really is is uh, important and matters. So I, I you know. Yeah, I wish we could have learned a little bit more about him in Jurassic Park, but the fact that they didn't, like he's saying, became a good opportunity to have yeah, him yeah, in, yeah. in all these other movies. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, it's a shame that they didn't, you know, he he feels that they didn't necessarily care about it before, but we do now, and that, and that's a good thing. I mean, the amount of time that we talk about 
him and his take on the character like i think it's brilliant and like the way that he's brought him to life especially in these new ones is like you know it's it's awesome the how how you know cocky of a scientist he is and how that's translated from the first film it's it's amazing and i think he's done a great job and i i really do hope that there's more time to shine i think in in dominion and show even a more a more rounded character you know not somebody who we have to sit here and debate whether he's evil or not you know we i'd like to know more about where he comes from and and what you know what kind of person he is outside of i make dinosaurs and i you know i don't care if people live or die you know like i want to know more i feel like the character we've been given has been a little bit more two-dimensional than i would have liked um but i get it like they're trying to definitely make him different from hammond um unfortunately mm-hmm. they have to do it without richard attenborough um i think i think if richard attenborough was still around you better believe he would have been in, in all of these movies as i feel like the the yin and yang kind of like thing right like you have you would have had these two on screen together for sure and to the point oh, where yeah. i even feel like if richard attenborough would have been around I feel like Lockwood wouldn't even have been a thing. They would have made Hammond the the old man who um, wants huh. to like see his creations saved uh, and stuff. I think Mills could have been it's possible his assistant, you know. But I think I think if Richard Attenborough were still around, oh, don't, I feel don't like, even don't even go down that road. I don't want to see that. <laughs> what? Movie, oh yeah, if the Mills movie pans out the, the same pillow. way, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, uh, that would be um, horrifying. <laughs> I don't think you get Maisie though. Because I don't believe that I don't believe that Hammond would have would have done this to humans. So, um, but again, I'm, I'm I wouldn't I'm put anything past I wouldn't put anything past John Hammond. <laughs> really? I know I I know that they had a falling out, but like you know, I feel like I wouldn't have put anything past him when it comes to that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's a, that would have been a great what if, man. We missed that opportunity last. Yeah. Time. That would have been good. Let's go on to the next the next quote here. It says uh, sure. uh, about Dominion, I guess. It says, in the arc uh, of the Jurassic World films, the filmmakers have a real allegiance to the character, a real affection for him, and I and want that arc to be satisfied, satisfying to the fans. And so I feel that the effort is being made on his behalf, and I appreciate that because I didn't just... I didn't want to just do the same thing every single time. I feel like it evolves, and it evolves to a very satisfying place to me. <laughs> he had this incredibly epic death in the book that never really got delivered in the first movie. And so now we have this, no spoilers, but this resolution to an uh, an ending that is really satisfying to me. I mean, he's this is the quote. Like Maybe he didn't say the exact words, but he definitely talked about this before, about how he's- like we've got this conclusion this ending to my character he's so, been saying this stuff for ever yeah. um i feel like this is the kind of thing the conclusion we've been waiting for and it's like you can't get away from that because of the novel i mean that's you know right it's the, his- like, the history is there at this thing from the novel that was awesome and it's like okay we know what's gonna happen you're the bad guy we know what's gonna happen um yeah the question for me is, for me is and i guess to you is it more impactful if it has to be blue right it no. has to be blue that that kills him 
I, I don't think so. Why? It cannot be a Biosyn creation. When? It has to be an InGen creation. Well, I... It's I see far your point. more meaningful. I see it's your far point. more meaningful if his creation kills him. I see that point, but I don't know that 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 actually matters too much to me. Um, I think I think whatever, if anything, does end up killing him, I think that it's due to his scientific advancements and his. You know his uh, his pushing the the boundaries in that that field. I think whatever happens, whatever whatever happens in the world is his fault. You know, I think it's, I guess, it's yeah, due to I him. Yeah, I guess it also so, has to do like we don't know if he's working for Biosyn or not by the time yeah. we get into the new movie. So, um, yeah. So I sorry, think, I'm, I think I'm spoiling things that we've previously discussed in the spoiler sections. So. Well, I mean, I, we're just speculating. We don't we don't have any sure. idea about anything. So it's just like, well, what is what is he talking about? And we're we're discussing the book. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. If you think you know, and, and I think we all know that there's going to be different things out there. They've they've been teasing that all these other companies are are working on things for years, and and with Biosyn coming into the fold, it's it's only a matter of time before there's other creations out there. And I think that whether it is a in-gen creation, which, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a ton left and with, with dinosaurs in the real world, uh, probably flourishing, you know, what is even an in-gen dinosaur anymore? I don't, I don't know. Um, but I, I suppose that's true. I think, I think it is all his fault. <laughs> like literally from the beginning, None of this would have happened. Dodgson would have just done it himself instead of bribing, you know, people to take down the park and to get the samples. If he could have just done it himself, he needed somebody else and he needed Dr. Wu to, to create those steps and those advancements. So, um, but you know, if he does die in this movie, he's laying it on pretty heavily that that could be the case. So I, I don't know. I think, uh, a really satisfying ending. So at least we know that like, probably is not going to be in any more films uh, you know sure that's yeah that's a pretty big possibility you know i mean i think the end i think the next logical point of these movies is that you the end of jurassic world is has to be the end of getting us to a jurassic world if that makes sense yeah right I, yeah for i sure. think the next movie we are just kind of in a planet of the apes slash walking dead scenario we just live in a world that has dinosaurs and we're adapting to it there is no going back anymore right this fallen kingdom there is no putting it back in the box (laughs) you know Um, yeah yeah but he he also uh let me just finish out this last quote he said uh asked about the scale of dominion he said i'm not allowed to give spoilers (laughs) but i will say it is bigger I, I don't know. Like he it's just a dumb he just... question. Can you give me the, a, a sense of scale to this movie? Like it's yeah. a Jurassic movie. It's gonna be bananas. Yeah, he said it's bigger. So so like they really wanted to go out with a bang, and they made the last one really big. I think it's bigger what? and longer, and more like a film than just another installment of. <laughs> really trashing the series here. Uh, 
I, I, I was cracking up. That's not the end of the quote. I'll get back to it. But I, I was cracking up that he's like, well, this one's more like a film than the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Colin, for Jurassic World and, and J.A. For, for Fallen Kingdom. And, uh, you know, maybe Steven as well and uh, Joe Johnson. You know, I mean, does that just this mean one's, that, like, I mean, this one's much more of a film. I mean, Jurassic Park is probably the most film one we get. But that's yeah, such a, like, pretentious, yeah. like, he's basically saying it's not and just Falling a blockbuster Kingdom. cash grab, right? That he's, yeah. he's saying that this, this one has merit for existing, which I can appreciate. Yeah, um, I think, I feel like I think it's a... this for a while. Well, it's a it's a different way because you always you always hear the oh it's bigger and it's better and it's all you hear that stuff. Say it's oh it's smaller. No, no. Well, I would like them to say that sometime. You know, I think they're taking a different approach and they're 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 making it a smaller film, more you know, uh, you know, personal, intimate or something, intimate, intimate. Yeah. Um, uh, I I would love them to say that at some at some point, but I, I think it's interesting that he said it's more of a more like a film than just another installment of. I mean, like that's just kind of like. That's no. I don't usually hear people say it's more like a film than just some bombastic summer movie, you know, like right. than just another installment of. Uh, so that's that's pretty funny to hear. He he goes on to say all the principals from Jurassic Park are in it. Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum are in it, and they're not just like, oh look, there they are. They're playing lead roles. So there's Bryce and Chris, uh, who are the Jurassic World couple. There's there's three honorary huge iconic characters that are coming back resolving their relationships uh, and their relationships to the whole conundrum of dinosaurs existing. So it's kind of big. There's a weight to it that I like thinking about. That's fine. So, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. he's read the entire script. Cool. I mean, <laughs> he's read the whole script, which means he's in a large majority of this movie. They yeah. don't give for movies like this. They don't just give out the whole script. They usually just give out the pages that, you're involved with so he obviously spans enough that they felt like they needed to give him the whole script so that he could like plan his motivations accordingly um yeah. you know i i wouldn't doubt if i mean look with having all these characters in it someone has to take a back seat and i feel like in this movie it's gonna be chris pratt and bryce dallas howard i would not be surprised if those two did not have the entire script of this film i mean they've shot it so they they i'm sure and i'm actually i've heard them maybe i mean i don't know um it depends on if they've seen the movie at this point or not i'm sure they have uh but yeah i don't know very interesting i would assume he had to say it's possible but yeah i uh again it's nothing too surprising and i'm pretty much everything that he said before um he just not letting it go and he's still like it's not like he said those things before about like his his ending or conclusion and bringing up the book and somebody was like hey bd like let's maybe let's maybe not talk about that you know let's maybe not reference the book and and talk about an ending and a you know the the you know ending of of a character he's still going on about it so it's you know maybe it's maybe it's a, a misdirection maybe you know, would that be would that be satisfying though to you if if he like lives and and just was like goes about his business uh, you uh, know at the end of this movie or do you because like I I I don't want to see you know BD killed off from the franchise but like I, if if the franchise is going to go a different direction and not really have these major characters you know around um, I I, I mean, think I think he needs to kind of 
you know, finish it out here. And, and that could be interesting. Narratively, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, we're in the, we're in the right number movie for this to happen. I would like, I would like for the new wave of films to, uh, I don't want to say deviate, but I would like them to be able to drop a little bit of baggage um, that I feel mm. like these movies had to deal with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, now is the time. I, I don't really think I care about Wu in general enough to like really need him to die, but it just makes it it's that's that's pretty standard writing practices yeah. right is you have this bad guy of the arc i mean the problem is like we're talking about him as if he's vader right like <laughs> vader Wu is not you know so um yeah but his story does need to be satisfied like and like we're saying like i would like some more depth to the character and and you know show him a little bit more well-rounded and and give him a send-off that's fitting and it seems like he's happy with it so if he's saying those comments about jurassic park and not being satisfied with with how that character was treated I, i'm i'm excited to see what this film's going to bring for him i feel so, like you're wanting some kind of like lead into his death though like some kind of justification in jurassic world especially yeah. well in all of them the deaths you don't really ever see them coming they're usually so incredibly fa- like the mills death is like it's so quick, and then but you that's... you linger on it because you're yeah. looking at cool dinosaurs eating people. But I feel like I don't think you're gonna have this grandiose moment. I think it's gonna be quick. It's gonna be. It's fine if it's quick. Uh, I I don't mind like if it's literally just as fast as like, you know, uh, you know him just getting his neck cracked by a velociraptor, you know, stepped on or something like that. I just. I want there to be, you know, a, a good reason for it. I feel like with Mills and and uh, Wheatley and and Hoskins and like characters like that, it's like we've had them for a few minutes. You know, we don't really know a lot about them. We don't know their full history. We don't really care about them all that much outside of this one moment in time. But Doctor Wu, we've been following him for a long, long time, and it would be nice, you know, to, to see that character have a good send off i think i think the coolest death you could give him has already kind of been done but i think if you gave him a death a death very similar to like udesky um yeah that's he was what the I, one he was the one that the raptor steps on his back and yeah lynches in right and then he yeah and then it just grabs his head and twists and like cracks his neck yeah like, like that like would be that would that'd be, be pretty great really cool but again i want it to be blue for multiple reasons but still to like be like blue is dangerous you know i get that sh- and they're just not gonna do it because i don't think you're blue is your hero dinosaur which means she's not a murder machine you know mm-hmm. um yeah i that's it doesn't sound right to me like that doesn't feel right even if the even t-rex if there was a... gets away with it because we don't believe the t-rex to be smart and all that stuff you know it's I, just a big eating machine, i feel like but I feel like it has to be a raptor type species. I mean, that's the only thing that really feels right to me. And if it is some other company's raptors or something else, you know, I think that that could be pretty cool to see. Yeah. yeah I think that would be pretty cool to witness. Um, I don't know how it goes down. Maybe it's, maybe it's something similar to the book, but maybe not. Uh, I think a lot of, 
if it, if he does end up dying in this movie, there will there will be a ton of comparisons to what happens in the book. So they got to do it carefully yeah. if they if they do. But um, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, that sounds about good. We just did a few topics. We're good, and we have maybe some toy leaks to discuss real quick. But we'll we'll leave that for the end of the show. So thank end you so much for listening uh, to this edition of the Jurassic Wire. Hasn't been much to talk about, but we still kept it going for over nearly nearly three hours. (laughs) So we're doing pretty good. Anyway, uh, Aaron, where can everybody find you online? Uh, You can all find me on Twitter at Aaron D. Byer um, and on Instagram at the Aaron D. Byer. Um, I've actually been kind of like... (laughs) Write it down. Put it on a sticky next to your computer so you know where, like what it is next Um, time. (laughs) I haven't been too active lately. I've just been been really busy, but uh, yeah, Yeah. you can find me, interact with me uh, over there. And uh, yeah, that's really it. All right. Well, what do you say? We stick around and maybe talk about some leaks in a little bit. We'll talk about some toy stuff. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 296th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Thank you so much to Aaron for joining me uh, for another edition of the Jurassic Wire. I love I love doing this segment. It's always so much fun. Always love chatting with Aaron. And we always put uh, so many hours into these discussions. And, and you know what? Yes, they're very extended. And we probably talk way longer on each topic than we probably should but it's all good we're just having fun we're talking about jurassic and we can't be contained we're like the dinosaurs of this franchise you know we just can't be contained at all whatsoever and uh i appreciate aaron every single time for joining me and uh that's about it be sure to stay tuned for the continuing conversation after the credits once this show's done you'll hear a little bit of conversation on toy leaks and what it could mean for the future of the franchise, so stay tuned for that. But that's it. That's all we have. So I want to thank everybody so, so much for listening to this episode, for listening to all the episodes, for watching our videos, for downloading stuff, and reading our articles. We have so much content out there, and it is just ramping up. There's going to be a ton coming in the near future, so please stay tuned. I am very, very excited for everything we have in store. And please join us this Wednesday night for another live stream it's gonna be fun we're gonna be dressed up it's gonna have it's gonna have all kinds of fun stuff and i am so ready so halloween is my favorite time of the year so let's get this thing going but thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode stay safe out there please please be kind to everybody that you come into contact with and of course enjoy i'm gonna go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro Thanks, everybody. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. 
so be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now. All right, so we are back here after the show. Uh, we're going to talk about some some toy leaks here. So these were sent our way, uh, and it looks like Mattel is uh, going strong, as always, <laughs> never stopping. It, it they've got to be more expansive than Star Wars at this point, right? Like. I mean, I, I mean, that's hard to say because Star Wars has so many years of, of stuff, but like in recent years, for sure, I mean, easily, they are producing way more than uh, and they're producing it feels like anybody. More, they're producing way more at a higher price point. You know what I'm saying? These dinosaurs, they're not cheap. Most no. of them are 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some, some, some Star Wars stuff can be pretty expensive, but, um, but yeah, yeah, these... Some of the bigger ones, for sure, are a little bit hefty, and especially the uh, the the you know super colossal size and stuff like that for the dinosaurs are just like, a, a, along with the Apatosaurus or the Brachiosaurus, it's like you're spending fifty, sixty bucks on some of these things, you know? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, some some toy leaks were sent out. Um, I you know I'm not gonna be, I don't know, I don't know the you know the source of all these things, where they came from, what the deal is, how accurate, I guess, they are, or if we'll ever really see these things. I don't know. Sure. But thought it would be worth mentioning here. Um, So you want to go down the list here? We'll talk about some stuff. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're going to get a vehicle. I see a vehicle here. Did you see this vehicle? Better get a vehicle. My, <laughs> there better be, yeah. <laughs> my only concern about this vehicle is that as you go down this list, there's no humans. None. I have not seen a human. No, I have not seen a human. So, so who's I, driving I, the who's driving the truck, man? Look, I mean, this is not comprehensive, I don't think. I don't know. No, it can't be comprehensive because you know, there's something there's something missing from this list that has to be there's for sure one thing missing from this well, list. Well, let's let's start off before we get too deep by saying like, yeah, hey, there, there's probably going to be some Dominion details in here. So if you don't want to know anything about potentials of of Dominion, stay away because there yeah, there's some out. things in here that could be 
you know, out of bounds when it comes to that. So, um, I don't, what are you talking about now that, now that we put that out there? Well, I think What's, as you go through this, you see this super colossal style Giganotosaurus. Yeah. There is not a Giganotosaurus in this list that is not colossal size. And they okay. are for sure going to do a Giganotosaurus that matches up with oh, Spinosaurus, yeah, 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 the Indominus yeah. Rex. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, this is like so, a few items. It's not really like, right? You know, so it's not even a I'm whole just single line. It's, off this, this is not the comprehensive list of the line. Yeah, um, and it's also in Chinese, I think it yeah, looks it like. Um, so, uh, yeah. so I don't. I yeah. I, again, I don't know what the language is here, but I can't. I, I don't know what any any of this stuff is. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's talk about this truck. Yeah, it looks like one of the. It looks like one of the Biosyn. It looks like a version of one of the Biosyn things we've seen. I guess so. It's hard to say. Yeah, um, it, kind of the same color pattern. I'll say that. Um, it looks like a big like, I don't know. Kind of has like a dump truck look to it in a way where it's yeah. like it might yeah. be like a dump truck style big like big truck with like maybe like a crane or something on top. It's hard to. It's very very blurry. Very blurry Feel, image. Very blurry. The shape wise feels like there was definitely some liberties taken with this one as opposed to other trucks in the past. Yeah, and for I'm sure. wondering if that has to do with and I don't know, but I feel like the Biosyn trucks were custom made for the movie as opposed to like the Jurassic World stuff where they used pre existing sure. cars. Yeah, yeah. So they had to and Jurassic Park too. Possible, so yeah. they had to like they had to honor uh car manufacturer mm-hmm. um things. Yeah. Uh, it looks cool though. So I mean, that. as far as you can tell, I'm I'm excited. I'll if this is a thing, I'll get a couple of these because it, I think there's a couple in the movie. Um, so there's some money. You get down to giant dino, uh, <laughs> and this is what you just the packaging is very similar to all the colossal stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it's got the same kid, uh, playing with a toy, uh, in the same way. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this? What do you think of this box art? Like, how do you feel about this badging for the first run? Well, it's, yeah, I mean, look, again, we don't know, like, how official or what the final renders will be for the box art and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. It looks pretty plain, and it's using just, like, a a standard Jurassic World logo. But while while some of the other box art is using a Dominion logo, and and the the ones that are using the Dominion logo, I think, are pretty great i think they're pretty great there, looking there's one i don't know is this a nisutoceratops no no this it's i don't know what the heck this it's thing got, is it dude, looks like kind of looks like that pentaceratops kind of right kinda. but this box uh, has the it has the jurassic world legacy logo it has it has a sunset logo with the jurassic park gates in the back with the render of the t-rex which by the way this render of this t-rex is gorgeous um I just don't know if the color patterns really make any sense on like any of these packaging uh, schemes. Well, um, I always feel that way. You know, sometimes I, I latch on to them and sometimes I don't like Dino Escape, I think is is pretty cool. But I wasn't a huge fan of like Primal Attack. I didn't really like how those colors all came together. It true. kind of I don't know what what this this Ceratopsian is, but it. It's similar to like the Pentaceratops, at least. Uh, again, yeah. I am no dinosaur expert here. So, to... actually, no. It says it says right here, 
no, I'm assuming this is the same one. It says no, nosmoceratops. Is that what this is? It's tough to see. Um, I don't know. This feels like an attack pack size thing. Um, to be honest with you, this is this is not something I'm probably going to uh, hunt down unless it has a major role. Oh, in the it's, film. it's it's the Cosmoceratops. It looks that's looks like what it is. Cosmoceratops. Mm. So if you Google that, that's exactly what this dinosaur is. Um, but what were Let's you saying about that? Uh, I just this isn't anything I'm gonna hunt down. The, the Cosmosaurus from the Lost World line, I think, is far better looking than this. Okay. If that's the same species, which I think the Cosmos, I think the Cosmos Cosmosaurus or Cosmoceratops from the Lost World line is one of the best figures ever done. Um, it just looks so cool. Um, hmm. As we start going down this list, though, we're going to start getting into the what I was talking about earlier in the podcast of like, why were there one off species that like you just never saw again? And like the first one we come across is this wasn't a one off, but the Pachycephalosaurus has been notably missing from the run for like three or four years at this point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And now all know. of a sudden we have we have a Pachycephalosaurus that looks like it has the classic paint job. It looks pretty good. I, I think I would get that. really good. I've, yeah, I'll I've be getting skipped, a few of these. I've skipped whatever was released prior. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't care for that. Um, but this looks pretty good. I think that looks pretty yeah. great. This um, one looks really great. Uh, this raptor looks... Raptor looks, you know, it looks like a different sculpt. So things are a little bit different. It's got a, a you know, a articulation in the middle it of its body. Articulation in the waist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it's really it doesn't look crazy different enough. You know, we've already got nine thousand raptors. So there, there was a right. green thing. What is this green thing that we missed here? It's like some sort of big snouty looking guy. Yeah, not no idea what that thing is. Not loving that uh, uh, image, at least. Uh, but there's two two uh, theropods that I just have no clue, like that green thing, and then there's like also a tan thing with blue on its back with spikes. They both look yeah. silly. They they look like they're more like from Camp Cretaceous than anything else or something. I don't know. Well, look at this ankylosaur. What yeah. a what so, a dive from previous I mean, paint jobs. It, yeah, it looks to be very similar. Uh, maybe a little bit different than the other ones, but the paint job looks weird. But whenever you see like pre like official paint jobs on things, they're like barely finished. So I, I'm not I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt. I don't know. That's true. But it's this weird because like there's there's a sign of ceratops there. That's the same one that you have or we have here. Yeah. But but everything else is different. So I don't know what's going on there. This uh this theropod with the blue looks like the models that were leaked that were that are gonna be like the ingen raptor pack but there's no sickle claw on this which those all have sickle claws so who knows? yeah no i don't know what that is i mean I, I would assume it's bigger so i don't know what that is yeah yeah um, weird but we also have what is this i don't now, know is here this, is uh... here is one it was a one-off and it was awesome is that but... cats i mean it doesn't look like the cats it's the same body as the cats. They, I think they re-sculpted the head to match what's going to yeah. be in the movie. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They probably, they, yeah, they probably did that. Saying. 
the catch uh-huh. was a one-off. And then I think what happened was, I think that when they, they probably told Mattel, like, hey, no more Kets figures, because we're still getting repaints of Pteranodon, big ones. Yeah. And I think they were like, look, the Kets is going to be our new flying dinosaur. Please don't remake this. Here's the official, like, here's the official uh, head sculpt. So do something more similar to, in the vein of this. Um, so confirm, and we already know Kets is in the movie, right? Based on the, the teaser or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, this toy, I think it just explains why we haven't seen a repaint of that Kets from uh, a few years back. Makes sense. Because yeah. again, just a waste to make that toy and then not repaint it um when we've gotten repaints of so many others yeah um this green guy with the nose thing he's cool i'm trying to look up this one so this one is uh yang chuanosaurus with the with the nose thing i don't i don't know like how accurate that is Uh, the pictures i'm looking up seem much more subtle than what this thing is but um it's weird like some so some of these dinosaurs like this one here and also those those other like there's like a green one and like the tan or gray one we or brown one we talked about before they look so like stylized like they they're, they're from something else like they just they're kind of like the like how we were talking about earlier in the show we were saying like that there's like the Seats, there's also the Majungasaurus and the Irritator that feel like they're like different. And the, and the Tarbosaurus, I feel like that's what these are. They feel different to me. Well, as we get further out from Crash McCreary being a lead artist on these movies, mm-hmm. right? We've we've started deviating from his style. And I think I think when you have the the Biosyn creations, they can be anything, right? Yeah. And we've established in Jurassic World that just because a dinosaur looked one way in the past doesn't mean it has to look that way. We can do whatever we want. We can make the crest on the head larger um, if we want. Yeah. So I think that's might just be kind of where we're, we're at now. It's like this is already a stylized version of a species of a, of a movie thing that is already had liberties taken from the fossil record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because I agree, I think this is, it's like stylized on top of stylized. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at it as well. Yeah, pretty stylized. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, then we also have, uh, which, by the way, speaking of that packaging, it's so, so good looking. Like that, you you mentioned that T-Rex before, that T-Rex render is awesome. There's the also like, is great. there is also the, the Amber logo with Dominion on it. Amber is you know, that color is used around the box as well, as well as just like a s- straight silver or like chrome. Um, yeah. But then that amber does fade into like headlights of a car. Um, yeah. There's also like a dark forest with like he- like f- uh, helicopter lights and there's some trees and there. fence. Uh, it's like a, yeah, it looks like maybe like an electrical wire or something like that or fencing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this T-Rex, like, like this T-Rex render while very similar to that very egregious one that we both absolutely hate, look how much better it is if you just tilt her head yeah. into one direction, right? Like that's maybe a 15 degree tilt in her head and it just looks so much better mm-hmm. um, because she's not staring into the camera 
you know perfectly symmetrical on like that's an amazing looking render this reminds me of like the image from the lost world teaser where you're looking up and the the lightning is flashing and you see that t-rex like coming Mm -hmm. down on you yeah sure this is really really cool um yeah we also have obviously uh, a mock-up this has the white outlines like they just cut it out in photoshop oh yeah yeah we also have a t-rex um you know, wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. What? This what? whole, this whole, pan, this whole image of this uh, Yanchuanosaurus, all right? I find it very crazy that the toy is very stylized. But look at the Dino Facts card in the bottom right of that image. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it it's supposed totally to be this? different. Yeah, I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be this Dino, but yeah, it does, uh, it looks much more natural, like... Like maybe you would see that in the movie, and then this is like the stylized version. I don't know. I'm also looking. I'm I'm also very curious about that. I'm trying to find out where this dinosaur comes from. Uh, from China, it says it lived in the middle to late Jurassic periods. Do you think that this is? This is so. This is so jaded of me. You know, how like in a lot of movies, we're getting this like this Chinese. Uh, we have to, you know, you have to have like a lot of, uh, because the money from China is so prevalent, right? A lot of these movies mm-hmm. get changed for that market. Uh, like there's you know, either a, a scene or something that, right. yeah, there's always 100%. something in a lot of blockbusters nowadays that are, yeah, they're definitely, they're supposedly catering to, they're catering to the Chinese that audience. Market. Yeah, the market. Do you yeah. feel like this is kind of Jurassic's way of doing that? Like, we're going to give you a Chinese <laughs> dinosaur? Or it's do you just possible. Think just kind of. I, I, mean, I, have I, no, I have no idea. I mean, I feel like probably a lot of dinosaurs come from that region. I'm not too sure. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, I don't know, but all right. Maybe. So, what do you think of this T-Rex? I mean, it's just another paint job, Sim- similar kind of Rex. It looks a lot like the uh, Stomp and Strike. I feel like. I. This I think very it dark. Has the same play features. It's got the same play features as the thrash and throw because it's got that. Well, it's one's got the diagram, but then two, it has like that split down the waist. But does this feel like a new head sculpt to you? Because you know we're talking about we've been talking about this head sculpt for this T Rex in the movie for so long. Yeah, I think they're changing up the head sculpt on these toys too at this point. I don't know. I mean, it's possible, but. I don't have any of my you, Rexes near me to, to give double me, check. Give me 30 seconds. I'm going to go grab my okay. fraction throw. I have grab it. I don't feel like it looks uh, all that different. Because they've been really, I feel like they've been really amping up like the look of these dinosaurs for a little while to like be more accurate, I think. And I think this Rex kind of fits that. It, it really does. So, ah, I'm all tangled up. So this is the thrash and throw. This is the first Rex that was released for Fallen Kingdom alongside the uh, the smaller one. But I would say that the sculpt on the neck looks a bit different than that. Like it, it looks more like the yeah. Rex that we know. Like this is the thrash and throw is not really cutting it exactly. Right. Yeah, you're right. The the crest the the neck bump is much larger on on the uh, the new one. 
So here's so. here is uh, yeah, this one too. It's the same thing. I mean, it's much more slanted than it is like because the other one's like you can't you can't you can't bend it the right way, but it's it much more pronounced, like the like the original Rex would have been. And I'm excited. It feels like oh, maybe I'm wrong. So my biggest gripe with the thrash and throw is that it it hinges like a snake. Yeah, I don't like that. Yours does kind of the same thing. Mine's more. Oh, it's mine's not. More it's not that wide, but no, no, no. It's my mine. Literally, looks like it's about to like unhinge its jaw. Um, <laughs> I feel like this new Rex might have dual opening. Um, it's possible. It's got a very a much more pronounced top portion of the skull which hopefully means that they've disconnected it and made it so that it opens. And to be honest with you, if it's this size, this toy, this new one becomes the main Rex because mm -hmm. it would fit with Spinosaurus and, uh, and uh, Indominus back there. Um, which, Hey, I would, I would love that as a scale person. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we uh, also have, I think this is a, what is this? Is a Therizinosaurus maybe? Have we had this one before? Is the, no, one we, was had supposed to, we had Monolith. I think one was supposed to come out at some point, but uh, never did or something like that. But anyway, we have we have one here. Yeah, I think there was, yeah, there was one initially that was like, it looked very different than this one. But maybe that's the reason, you know, maybe again, maybe that was the reason why we didn't, we never oh, got that right. other one. Um, right, right, right. Cause it looked Wait, drastically different. Did we never different. get that one? No, it we was, never got that one. It never came out. No, canceled. Um, but this one here, I mean, it, uh, has a lot of differences. It has a more feathery tail than the original one did. The other one just kind of had like a regular, like raptorish body or something like that. But this one's much more pronounced with feathers up and down the entirety of this thing. So the yeah. head looks pretty unique too. It's very, very scary looking. That looks like a snake head kind of. It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It looks like a snake head. It's very strange, but I love it. it. I kind of love how look, dark look how and scary it is. it is. Yeah. Look how big it is big. compared to the person. Yeah. That's a big figure. Yeah. Huh, interesting. I like that. And we also have, uh, you know, again, the Super Colossal, which of the Giganotosaurus, it looks pretty spot on from what you've awesome. seen in the teaser or the preview or whatever. Awesome. The animatronic um, we've seen floating around as well. Yeah. This thing is um, really cool. I just want a version that fits in with my the rest. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure that'll come in due time or, yeah. you know, right away, probably. Um, because, you know, the Super Colossal T-Rex came out at the same time as the Thresh and Throw, I believe, and, and probably Extreme Chomping or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like there was a bunch all at once. We also There's have, three right away. Yeah, we also have some more uh, kitty-stylized uh, dinosaurs here. It looks like this is titled Uncaged. So this is some sort of new line. It kind of is like the, um, like the primal pal size dinosaur. It seems like, or whatever that little Indominus was, or the 
the the Carnotaurus kind of looks like it's in that range where you pet it, it you know, moves around. But instead, we have a Dilophosaurus. We also have some very, 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 very cool looking raptors or uh, what would you call this? Pyro raptors, maybe. Maybe they got feathers. They're for sure all feathered up raptors. They look um, pretty awesome. If there's any kind of design like that in this film, that's going to be amazing. Because we've seen these these uh, renders of like the, this evil raptor squad or whatever they're talking about. It doesn't look like yeah. these. That doesn't look like this. No, it doesn't. This, if they looked like this, I'd be like, whoa, that would be insane. If And that would be amazing. Yeah. They don't. So I don't know what these are in reference to the film, but man, if that... You know, if if these renders were in there, that would be awesome. But we also have Yeah, I mean, I probably won't get any of these stylized things, but they're they're cool to it's it's hard to say. Cool to I, I really like that really fiery looking one. It looks like that uh Phoenix thing from Harry Potter. Uh we also um, have these these other ones, right? That I don't know what they are. They maybe they're similar, but there's a Carno, a T-Rex, Blue, and Giant Dino again. Oh, no, they're different. Yeah, they've got these, like, inner skeletal structures that, like, it looks like the dino pops off, and you get to reveal, like, a skeleton structure. Yeah, I don't understand these. Look at the way this Rex is divided. Like... It's crazy. It's really cool. It's just... I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if I would ever need anything like this, but no, it's unique. It's unique. We have a lot to say about these in the future, probably. But um, yeah, but yeah, my question is, is this like their is this their stem equivalent on this one? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I just. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was, there was, there was other things. That, remember those, um, the T Rex that had like the full body with like the, you know, you could. Yeah, that was the stem. T-Rex. Was it stem? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because yeah. I know there was like the bone ones that I have a few of those bone ones. I thought those were the stem ones, but then there was that big T Rex that had like the they full are. body. You the whole take stem apart. line. There, there's okay. like, there's yeah, probably half a dozen at least stem stuff. Okay. Uh, well, on. we also have mask here. I don't know what this is. What is this? So interesting about the mask. I guess a Rex. I don't know. I just the masks and the claws have got to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> I don't understand it. Like they've Still been going. doing masks and claws since the first Jurassic World with, with Hasbro. And every time I'm at a store, they're always on the shelf with shelf warmers. I've been to Toys R Us and like literally like an entire aisle was Raptor Claws. And I'm like, oh, wow, they way over manufactured these kinds of things. But these masks just keep showing up. And they're all different kids, styles. Yeah, they're, they're all like different different, different dinos. love and... these masks? Yeah, I mean, my, my kids okay. love them. Okay. Um, we also have some more like Primal Pal looking size things. Um, some fencing, which I don't know if that's, you know, something that's so, coming or not. Very, very it, like you know i don't know like you can't really see what's going on in some of these pictures but there it could looks be like some a play set, but it does have that in standing in front of these fences is that dinosaur with the three like huge claws it does look like that yeah i can't really tell what the scale is of this stuff because if you look down a little bit later on there are like mini play sets with 
the same kind of things. There's fencing and trees and it's like a cool like like uh like toolbox like that yeah. it comes with like a, a bunch of minis and it says stem learning booklet um and a bunch of little things it's like fencing and and rocks and and trees and grass um but there's yeah there's all kinds of new minis and things it seems like uh um, like di- yeah they're diving into the minis more with like yeah like you said like creating little yeah little for- dioramas Which- and stuff they tried with Matchbox, if I'm correct, and they must have either. It's hard to say if they sold well or not because I don't think you guys even ended up getting them in the states, did you? The Matchbox like play sets that fold up into like little. Yeah, yeah, we cases. had some of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's about it. I mean, there's like a Rock'em Sock'em Raptors. It looks like. And uh, and some other things, but the, it's always going to do the rock and stuff. Again, there's a, there's a yeah. new colossal T Rex here for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, is there? A, I didn't even see that one. Uh, is that? Yeah, it's, yeah it's I guess blurry. it is. I guess it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, similar stuff. If you expect, you know, new uh, dinosaurs in this movie, you're probably going to get toys of them, and there's probably going to be things that are not in this movie. So that's just the way it is. <laughs> You know, so like, just... what are your big? Because I have two big takeaways from this. Like, do you have any like big takeaways? Um, I feel like. Or, are there, is there anything curious that you're like, what the heck? Like, where is this, or what's going on? Well, with that? again, like, I mean, it, this is not anything comprehensive, but it, it's interesting that there's no there's no humans in any of the imagery here. Um, there, look, there could be a human in the car I, that I'm not seeing, but I, I just can't see. It's because it's super blurry. Um, right. But I would like to see that. And, I, you know, it's still early. You know, this stuff will probably come out in April. So we got some time. I hope I hope we get some humans. <laughs> uh, but uh, then what else do we have? I, I feel like some of these dinosaurs are just very stylized. And that's, you know, like we were saying before about some of the other dinosaurs that we already have. It's like, eh, they don't really fit in with some of the ones that we have. But uh, we'll probably get them anyway. Right. For me, again, the humans, um, and I, I need to see a Giganotosaurus that, that fits, but like, I'm surprised at the l- lack of Dilophosaurus here. <laughs> and yeah, I'm wondering if that's just like, is it just simply just wasn't part of this list that this leaker got? Are they trying to hide its return? Uh, you know, because I feel like if we're going to get a really cool scene with it, if it's going to be a marquee dinosaur at some point, mm. I feel like it should be, there should be a toy based on that. Right. And I would imagine a newly yeah. designed toy, you know, instead of just a rehash. I of guess. Ones yeah. We've gotten. Yeah. Um, I would, I would definitely like to see all of the toys kind of have something a little bit different about them and not just like a play feature or whatever. I feel like, of, of redesign because we've gotten you know how many years now 18 19 20 21 four years of of the same features and the same designs you know for the most part when was the last time we had a dilophosaurus release it was with the nedry set right yeah mm-hmm. okay so then like before that what was the last because again this feels like a very much of like uh i haven't seen it maybe that i haven't seen a dilophosaurus one. in a long time 
it might have might have been that that water one, which I think was a Dino Rivals. Okay. But I don't know. It seems like it's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, cool man. I like. Not much to say. I'm it, most excited for this this truck. This truck is. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think uh, having more vehicles signals that we'll have humans. Uh, I don't think that would just give us vehicles. I think that would be kind of weird. Weird. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's safe to assume we'll be getting humans. I don't I don't think anybody should worry there. But and and this is like again, this is not a comprehensive list. This is a few things. Uh, some very stylized, some seemingly blending in, and uh, some stuff that's really cool. But I'm excited. Can't wait yeah, to see what we have. I hope it's not as aggressive as the. As, well, I'm, you know what? I'm sure it's gonna be, and I'm here. For I'm it. sure it will I'm be. Not, yep. I'm yep. not gonna we're, complain. We're all in trouble. <laughs> yeah, Chiching is right. Yeah. Well, thanks for sticking around, everybody, and to you as well, Aaron. So, uh, what do you say we get out of here? Let's head on out. It is 1 a.m. I got it. It is. Yep. Have a good night. You too.